What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 70 of the No Mercy podcast. The full-blown, long-winded Elon Musk ultimate takeover plan edition. I'm going to be really quick here, okay? We covered a lot of stuff in here, and the first hour was starting as fun and then got into an ethical debate about running someone over with your car, and then it, it got – I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. So the first hour isn't Elon Musk. Elon Musk starts at about the one-hour mark. Check the description. We're going to put the time marks of when each segment kind of started so you guys have an idea if you want to skip over the fun stuff and go right to the hardcore shit. But we covered everything. We went from where Elon started to where he's going to what his plan is to every possible fucking scenario that could exist in this Twitter takeover, including Bill Rupp, of all people, dropping the conspiracy that he's not actually going to end up buying Twitter. So you got to tune in, got to listen to the whole thing. Even if you do it in segments over the course of the week, that is fine. Also, you should go back to episode 69. Go back and listen. I thought the first hour of episode 69 was the best podcast we've ever done as far as explaining the movements and teaching why we think everyone's so fucking stupid and why we're so angry all the time. So 69, go listen to it. 70's right here. Go fucking nuts. I'm exhausted. Just recorded three hours. So uh, without further ado... Hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 70 of the No Mercy podcast. We are banging these fucking things out day after day after day right now. It's insane. If you missed episode 67, that was our first conversation about Elon Musk a couple weeks ago. Then we did episode 68, which was leaked tapes from Kurt and the Bod starting No Mercy Plus. Then we did episode 69, which we just released, and Bobby my co-host, Bob's Lessons, at Twitter, at Bob's Lessons on Twitter and Instagram. Buy a Spaces Fake and Gay shirt. He's almost out of them. Uh, if you want a double XL, don't. But anyone smaller, buy a Spaces Fake and Gay shirt from at Bob's Lessons all over the place. Bobby, how are you? Dude, doing great. Speaking of which, some guy uh, sent me a picture. Uh, he bought a Cadillac wearing a Spaces Fake and Gay shirt. He said That's he went amazing. into the dealership. Wearing the shirt and the the dealers loved it. So listen, if you want a discount on a car, wear the shirt into a dealership. There you go. And Bobby, what I was just going to say is the watch the water second half of the episode 67 that we just dropped. I thought the first hour, that was one of the most important hours of podcasting for anyone who's Dude, been in our You didn't even want to drop it. I didn't even want to release it because I just remembered I was tired at the end. You were tired at the end. And I just remembered us like fading out of it to, like the last few minutes. But the first hour and 20 is fucking absolute white hot fire. So if you've been involved yeah, in any movement, whether it was NFTs, whether it was the truth movement, whether it's truth social, whether it's the Republicans, conservatives, liberals, or anything in between, you need to listen to episode 69 for sure. Um, and this is episode 70 already. And then we got another one in the queue. Then first No Mercy Pots, which is dropping this weekend. So we are on fire and we're here with the man who challenged Elon Musk to... Stop him from buying Twitter. I think he failed. He doesn't think he's dead yet. Bill Rupp. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> the critically acclaimed Bill Rupp. Critically acclaimed. I don't know about that. Who fucking critics acclaiming this idiot? No, all of them. All no of them. one. No one. So, all Bill, we're going to start with you. 
Uh, this episode is basically just going to just Elon Musk. It's going to be like the old days of no mercy. So if you guys do, if you guys are new listeners, you can go all the way back to episode one and they're not time sensitive. We have a whole episode on the moon and a whole episode on Tom Hanks and a whole episode on Kobe Bryant's death. We used to do them in shorter segments where the whole pod was on one topic. So that's kind of what this is. The, the life and death of Elon Musk, basically the whole experience. So Bill, you own the most Twitter shares of all of us. I think it was a half a million dollars in Twitter shares that you own. And you said you're not selling. So fill us in on what's going on now that Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Did he buy Twitter or did he not buy Twitter? Behind me. Is it picking up? No. no. Bill, oh, you were like you literally just, had... just destroying my window, like directly behind me, and you can't hear. No, it. I don't hear anything because okay. you bought well, that you... beautiful mic okay. that I told you to buy. I Bill, you had mine. a power wash. Yeah, I got mine the other day, and it was like I and I had planned it perfect for you know stay cashing and everything that they were going to do the other side of the house, but of course we started late or something happened, and then it came. They did my side that I'm on. And it was like, same thing, right on my window, but you could hear it. They were like- Well, let's talk about this real quick. Not, we are a conspiracy podcast. Let's no, not. no, no, no. Because this guy, <laughs> I think this guy's, I think it's a coordinated effort by the faction to listen into our podcasting. This guy is not pressure watching. He's fucking listening right now. That's, that's possible because also, Bill, since Bill's come on No Mercy, our gambling show on YouTube, Stay Cashing, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, is- Got the internet went down three times in the last six shows, right, Bill? Right. I mean, never Tommy, happened. Tommy said that uh, I could be a member of the faction. Yes. Wow. Um, I mean, right now I'm going to deny that. <laughs> that. Didn't sound very convincing. I think, but by the, again, for those of you that are newer, faction is cabal Illuminati. We just don't say that because Bill made up faction, which makes him feel comfortable talking about the, the cabal. So we call it the faction on here. Uh, Bill's created name, which I actually think is better than Cabal and Illuminati. Yeah, it's like so, saying jab instead of, you know, the other word for. I think it's better than jab. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think uh, yeah. Because yeah. jab now has become vaccine, right? Like faction is just like you could say I could go, mom, I think the faction controls America. And she'll be like, oh, what's that? If I say the Illuminati or the Cabal, she'll be like, oh, shut up. You know, but yeah, good job on that, Bill. What, what are you going to change your Twitter handle to, by the way? Because you can't be better odds underscore New Jersey anymore because it's fucking stupid. I mean, it's so. like getting a tattoo, Tommy. I mean, you just don't know what one. I mean, I could get a I could get a tattoo, you know, and then wake up the next morning looking like you. I mean, that would be fantastic. Feeling embarrassed for everything that I have on my body. I mean, uh, that would be fantastic if you looked like me. I mean, you know, you, honestly, if you could do it all over again, you wouldn't have those tattoos on. Of course, I'm fucking, I'm obsessed. Uh, with my I love my tattoos. I let's love them. Ninety percent of people wouldn't want them. I love them. The you one on my chest. The one on my chest is a cross oh, God, with the damn. Italian and American flag. So that Here one go. I got when I was seventeen. You know, Ugh. I would, I would probably accentuate. What are you fucking moaning at? Bro, like I've heard the story twenty. When have I said it on here? He just Tommy, asked you me. Have, you have tattoos? No, I, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah, me, pussy. Me, yeah, you're I, both pussy. I have none either. I mean, yeah, you're, you're commitment issue pussies. But My body yeah. is a sacred temple. Oh God, body, Bobby, changing Your temple the temple explodes like... with shit flying out of it every morning. <laughs> Almost couldn't yeah. record today. Changing the Twitter handle is like getting a tattoo. No, I'm... it isn't, because you could change it again. I've had nineteen. No, it's like getting a sex change. 
No, it isn't. It's, it's like fucking. Tommy, it's like it's, fucking changing your shirt. It's big. I'm telling you, it's big. Oh, all right. So, please tell me I about Twitter virality. Up, if we Bill can this one I like. Ye of, ye of 800 followers, please Listen, tell me about the virality of Twitter. Up with a, what, one that I like, then I'll do it. Action Hunter. It's Rup Forty Five, dude. Actually, I got it. Already- it's all about followers for Tommy. Followers, followers, followers. <laughs> Who gives a fuck, bro? The fucking fourteen, fifteen hundred people I have following me are like my fucking family. <laughs> We're not just a fucking nameless, faceless person in the crowd like to you with your fifteen thousand or the two hundred thousand you had before. I know each and every one of them, and they're like my family. Let me ask Tommy this. Tommy, would you rather have 1,500 organic followers or 200,000 inorganic? 200, 80% of them are bots. 200,000 bots. 200, bots. By the way, that- Bob, I have to give you credit here, and we could blow up the bot, and then we'll get to Elon Musk in a minute. We banter for the beginning, and then we'll get right to Elon Musk. Um, I have to give you credit because I do. I audit everyone's Twitter accounts like a fucking beast, right? Yeah. And I went through an audit of everyone who's been on these shows. Danny, 96% real followers, only 4% wow. bots. That was the first nice. one we went through. Uh, what'd you say, Bill? I said nice. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Bill Rupp. 96% real followers. Wow. I, mean, I don't even know how, how do you get a non-real follower? I don't understand. Still bots, porn bots, fucking, you know, people with fake NFT accounts. NFT bots. Literally anyone over 85% is good. Everyone has about 10%. But so what 10% you, like, is the But norm. what could you do to not, like, have You, you got to literally, like, go in and manually, like, unfollow the ones so with, what, like, Saudi Arabian fucking headed <laughs> like, like, bill if you if you go in there and you write um god i fucking my booty hurts tonight right <laughs> if you wrote that there's some porn bot that's scraping the internet for the word booty I got you know it. so the more tweets you've sent there's a little higher probability well, so to followers let's, say, you have. let's say the average the average an average account is is 89 once you get to 90 percent, can real, we get to my score no it's only about me Fucking ass. I, I, can I? I have something to add on to this too. I'm not which done, but you right. can go through the people. No, let, yeah, let, let me go through the people. Go through the people. Me, go through right, the people right. We'll respond afterwards. Yeah, write all it right. down, Bob, because you're going to say Wait, you okay, so it, now, and then Is Bill Kurt now? Is he like in charge of the direction of this podcast? I mean, I don't know. We got to stop bringing <laughs> people on here. We literally have to stop bringing. <laughs> Danny comes on here and wants fucking all kinds of things. Fucking Kurt comes on and he's a complete Kurt Jong Un fucking Nazi. And now, now Bill, I know Bill's on his third episode. Oh, fucking so guys, I think, tell us what to do. I think for the flow of the show, if Tommy just said them all, and then we could comment afterwards. Who, uh, I mean, I agree with him, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him control of the show right now. But um, Bob, I agree with you. I mean, who the fuck is this guy? I, also, I think he's trying to uh, te- he's trying to Elon Musk us right now. Also, I, I don't Bob, know if he knows did that. You, did you listen to the so-called No Mercy Plus or whatever it was? No, I didn't listen. To this mm, so, I mean, I did listen and I've got a few things to say about that, but continue, Tommy. Okay. So that we might have to save for the next pod. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it briefly, but I really want to get to Elon Musk as soon as possible because we talked too much. <laughs> he said he's going to try to keep this under I an mean, hour. No, no, yeah, basically, I'm, all right, I give up. It's not going to be over an hour. Let's I mean, do come it. on. I dude. literally like, came in just so you people know. I want to I be clear here. Okay. <laughs> just so you fucking people know. 
what really goes on behind the scenes. I was supposed to record with fucking Dumb and Dumber, fucking Kurt and Danny, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. I woke up at 9.30 on a Sunday morning, didn't go out on Saturday, got out of the Discord early. I wake up at 10 a.m., no sign of Danny. We finally get a hold of Danny. Danny's putting a pitcher's mound into a fucking girl's softball field. He can't be free to 11. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's 11.30, and they're like, all right, we're ready. I'm like, no, I can't do it now. Like, now I got to do my sports stuff for the next trip. So then we end up recording at 7 o'clock. That turns into 8.30 because it took Danny 45 minutes to figure out how to log into Zencaster. And then we record. Then, then we were supposed to do the pod today. Bobby wakes up with yesterday, fucking explosion. No, what? yesterday I was available all day for when the was, podcast. Yeah, when do you mean? We were, no, we were no we actually, were no. No, we figured out how we could do it on the Zoom, by the way, which is great for you guys because you guys are actually going to get more no mercy now because we figured out a way to do it over our phone calls and to record the phone calls, and it sounds pretty good. So we could bang out quicker ones on the calls me, Bobby, and Bill are on because they're hysterical. Um but we were going to do it on that call, Bob. Remember, and you couldn't do it on that call because you had something to do. Bro, are you really trying to blame me? I was not, available. No, no, I'm not blaming. I was unavailable for 10 that, minutes. That was unplanned. But we said, let's do it now. And then you said, oh, I got to do something. <laughs> it, was, it was 1 o'clock. And Bobby said, well, at 2 o'clock, I got to do something. So we said, all right, fuck it. We're not going to get it done in an hour. And then Bobby came back. So you were available yesterday. But that was impromptu. And then we planned yeah. for this morning, Bill, right? I went and did all my shit this morning. Bobby wakes up. What happened up. yesterday afternoon when I was ready all afternoon? We had a show. And then I called you. I said, hey, you want to do it tomorrow? And you were like, yeah, that's great. Okay. Right. But, I mean, there was no afternoon because Bill has rough and racket. Why is it always you trying to act like you're the most responsible one? Because, shockingly, I am. <laughs> I get the Bill is. Bill's one. I'm two. Because then this morning, I was up. I was ready to rock. I'm like, let's go. And Bobby has explosive diarrhea and a fucking migraine. That's right? true. So then as the fucking loving, wonderful fucking cousin and host I am, I go, you know what? Let's do this later. Bill, can you do later? Bill's like, sure. I can do it. Bah, bah, bah. So I'm like, all right, great. We're good for later. Me and Bill just finished a sports show and bing, we're right back here. And Bill, what do you got to do in about 45 minutes? Rubbing rackets. Go right back on another show, which I pop back on. Wow. So we, we don't stop. We don't wow. stop. Okay. Now, so you guys are all disasters. Uh, Bill, you don't run the show. I run the show. No mercy with Bill Rupp. So What's my number, how authentic so am I? 96% for Kurt. I'm sorry. Okay. 96% for Danny. 96% for Bill. Google Tommy G. Boom. 96%, which is obviously on, the most baby. impressive because of, of the size of my following and how much I talk about dicks. So a lot of porn bots should fucking be all over me. Then we go to Bob's lessons. 98 Let's go. Wow. 98%. Do you know what I do for that 98%? Do you scrape it? I actively scrape it. So like when I smart, I got to do a tweet. This happens all the time. When I tweet, I'll get likes immediately and I'll go look at the accounts and I will, I'll, I'll block the accounts. I mean, like, like there's no way you could have read this tweet in 10 seconds. Like it'll just boom. So like even today, there's definitely no one who has notifications on for your Twitter. Exactly. Like nobody's like <laughs> sitting there waiting. Uh, for when's me. Bobby gonna tweet? <laughs> exactly. I can't wait for Bobby to tell me what's gay in India. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like my tweets aren't that fucking good to where you're Bobby shilling today for twelve dollars. <laughs> Is it a Zelda game? Is it a t shirt? <laughs> Speaking of which, I did put a video game store out of business today so that yeah, I'm bro, very you're proud of. Honestly, I fuck with you about it. You're killing the video game shit. This video game store that was open for forty years just closed its door 
store and the comment section was all tagging me like buy from Bro, this guy. You're, you're really killing that. I, I, so, we'll talk about that later, but you're, so today, I'm really proud of you with that. You're this is important because the whole thing about the NFT community I was saying is artificially inflated by bots. So I said, uh, you know, if Elon Musk says what he's going to do and scrape Twitter of bots, that's going to fucking destroy NFTs because yeah. it's all artificially inflated by bots. I'm two seconds after I tweeted this, a blue checkmark NFT pusher with 200,000 followers liked my fucking tweet and he didn't even follow me. And uh -huh. this dude is like quarter of a million followers, blue checkmark like NFT the way you, I like the way you speak about quarter of a million blue checkmark people. Yeah, you miss yeah. that, don't you? Yeah, you see that, Bill? Did you hear the inflection yeah. in his voice? When he spoke about that, I mean, they're not all loved, so when, appreciated like mine. But you're, you're, all right, you're the, the most appreciated account. Love right. you guys. Yeah, he loves you so much that he has fourteen hundred followers, and he only followed three hundred of you back. That's how much hey, he loves you. Listen, that's how much I. That's. <laughs> how it sounds like a dick. It sounds like you hate seventy-five percent of your fucking I people. I love them all. I don't. You're a liar. All of them. You're a liar. Liar. Fig follows you. Do you love Fig? Love him. All right. There we go. Figgy. I got Bill Rupp to admit he loves you. So uh, so for me, no, I don't love 98. all of you. I don't love all of you. Like, definitely don't. But see, that's the way I roll because guess what? Th those of you that I do love, you know I love you and it means a lot, right? Like, it means a lot. Even me returning a text message to a human being means a lot. So like, I, I try to work on an appreciation system where you have to earn your way in and then once you're in, you're fucking... There's only one way out. Fee first. Your, your family, for real. Bill, fucking, you follow him on Twitter, you're his family. He's low standards, low bar, weak sauce. Kurt doesn't oh, follow anybody. Well, Let me Kurt, ask you speaking this, of Kurt, by the way, Kurt's yeah, number? Ahead. 95. Oh, the lowest of all of us. Did you audit any, I don't know, former employees of the company or people that have been on the show previously to see Actually, how so what happens is um you only get a certain amount i used to have an account with this thing and then yeah. my card got charged like five times like it's not a very safe site hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like it's like one of those like you know dark web fucking sites um so so no i didn't get i ran out of uh, free ones i believe but we could we can do that uh, you know this is the day. one episode where it's like appropriate to talk about Twitter followings. I do want to say oh, that because I, I know people. Yeah, because I know people always bitch about this, but this is like the episode to talk. Well, about. Well, we're going to explain to you everything. And Bill, as Bobby makes fun of me all the time for talking about my Twitter, Kurt put a rule in on the podcast. I'm not allowed to talk about my Twitter yet. Did you hear the voice inflection for Bobby when he was like 250 and a check mark? Did you hear how excited? Like how like, wow. Michael Jordan just walked no, in my room. No, it wasn't that. What I was saying was how fraudulent this account was. Uh, That's what I was saying. I mean, a I, blue you, check mark. I will a have blue to listen check back. mark bot. A blue check mark bot. I mean, like my tweet that he didn't follow me. This account. And so ten seconds after I tweeted it about NFT, this blue check mark. So what happens is I see the blue check mark right naturally. Like people are going to want to follow it. That's where the fucking right. NFT That's artificial why the inflation helps, right. comes into place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and it yeah. all does come into play. This is the only episode yeah. we're ever going to do where me explaining that, and I've already explained it a million times, so I won't go through it again, but where the check marks and stuff like that do come into play because Elon Musk is talking about verifying every human. And I'm going to mm -hmm. explain to you why, what his goal is and everything with that when we get into that. But um, Bill, would you like to be judge and jury on this? Do you feel like Bobby was uh, was was proving the value of 250 in a check? 
Uh, he was he was a little happy about it. I believe right. he was a little happy. happy. Um, also, I could see where he was saying that you know it didn't really matter. He wanted to, you know, he didn't really care. But right. I think he does. I think yeah. he does. Uh, what I'm saying know. is, it doesn't make sense that a $250,000 blue check mark account that doesn't follow me would like a random tweet about NFT. When yeah, no, like that we're like, not talking about that. That we get that. We're talking about your voice. No, yeah, yeah, that definitely. Yeah, that, oh, because the because you were like, dude, you had 250,000. You know, like it was like, like wow, that's an accomplishment. And then I realized it was a bot, you know, or something. So, uh, so yeah, so I win. And you also heard the Freudian slip. Those of you who are listening closely, closely. Close knee, closely, both of them, Bruce Lee. How Bobby did say two hundred fifty thousand dollar account because he he did realize that that's a that's a big big number, mm-hmm. big number. Um, so so yeah, so Kurt is the lowest of all of us. Bobby is the highest. Um, but we did find out, Bill. Bobby is scraping, which he should be commended for. That I mean, should, listen, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like that's an Thank that's you. an awesome. I will not do that at all because I'm too lazy. Um, but that is awesome. But uh. Yeah, so Kurt's the lowest. That's what I wanted to get to. Um, it's like a health score, you know, like when the health code comes in and I yeah. got like a 98 and I can put yeah. it on my wall. I mean, listen, you could – it doesn't even matter if, if I was one, you were three, and everyone else was two. Like as long as you could say you have the most real followers of all of us, that's – I mean, we've we've always said that I'm the most authentic and that Kurt is the fakest out of right, all of us. Right, Fact. 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 Okay. Yeah, and I basically flip flop between you know whatever the topic is, <laughs> <laughs> except except uh, chicks uh, and my dick. That's it. I'm very authentic <laughs> on those. So uh, all right, so I want to do something real quick before since we're doing a normal episode. It, it took us about eight minutes to bail on the fifty-five minute mark. So yeah, it's that's over. And and again, me trying to do it. These guys don't want to. So what I want to do real quick before we get to Elon is I want to instill a new segment here that we're calling. Um, Bill's brain. Okay. okay. And we're going to get some music for it. Uh, Bill's not oh. prepared for it today. I do have, he does have one question prepared because he asked me the other day and I said, save it for the pot. Okay. So, okay. He's, Bill asks questions like, uh, we'll be in the Discord and he'll just be like, hey, Tommy, uh, you want to know how you catch a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that was a three hour Discord, wasn't it, Bill? Wait, time out, time out. Is there an answer to that? Or is no, it? Oh, yeah. He always ex- tests me in the Discord when we're entertaining the people. Uh, and when our website comes shortly, you'll you'll be a privy to it. But I'll just all of a sudden on the mic be like, Tommy, I'm like, what's up? How would you catch a dinosaur? Now, let me put you in the scene. He gives me the whole scene. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. this time. There's no one around. You got no way. How are you going to catch a dinosaur? And I know he has an answer because he just wants me to fucking give my answer so he can tell me I'm wrong. Uh, and then the other day it was, Tommy, why do we have toenails? You know, like weird things. So, Bill, right. you asked a question yesterday or two days ago, and then we didn't give an answer because we were saving it for the pod. I know it was about a car. This is uh, like instead of deep thoughts, we should do it like uh, Bill's brain with Bill Rupp. Bill. Like I said, if you were driving and you hit somebody with your vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, on a random road, Middle of, you know, middle of like rural area, not no how we're talking like desert, we're talking suburbia. Not desert, but not totally like town, like okay. you know, like Mem- like Memphis. Probably. probably. <laughs> you you're driving your car, you hit somebody. Okay. You get out of the car. He's on his bicycle, you hit him, 
He goes flying. You get out of the car real fast. He's not moving. Okay. You face down, him. face down, like chalk yeah, outline. Yeah, you shake him a little bit. You hear no response. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would do. Let's Wait, stop You that. would shake That's him? That's what you would do if you saw a guy dead on the ground. You would shake him? I mean, listen, he might have a spinal injury, but I'm going to shake him. <gasps> no, it's not that. It's like when you want to well, turn him have, over. I don't have a C-spine collar in the back of my car. So, I mean, this is what I got. You're going to shake him. Okay, so after you shake him, like he's a fucking Snapple. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> see if he's awake. He doesn't wake up. Okay. Right? okay. We're assuming back, dead. You get back in your car. You're about to call 911. You're like, fuck, nobody's around. Mm-hmm. What do you do? There's nobody around. No people nobody around. around. Rural area where there's probably not like buildings with cameras all yeah, over them. Nope, nope. Not that you see. Not so like one light post maybe down the street that might possibly have a camera. Yeah, it might have picked you up, but you don't know. I'm out. You just well, I might run. I may. I may drive over him. It's not just I'm out, and <laughs> and I know sure people are saying. I know people are thinking like, oh, you know, you guys have no heart. But th- think about this actual situation. So you're saying desolate road. All right, so my questions are this. One, does the biker have any smart technology on him or her? Wow. Does the Bob bike just have made him a biker, t- by the way. Did you say he bike? Said, he said on a bike. Oh, yeah, on a bike. On a bike. All right, all right. I was yeah. going to say, then Bobby might be speaking from personal experience here. I was going to do my <laughs> notepad. Call, call the fucking hotline. So the blonde biker with the blue helmet that you ran over. <laughs> so does the bike have smart technology? Does the biker have smart Ooh. technology on the person? Am I driving a car with smart technology? Yeah. Do I have smart technology? Does it have a Wi-Fi signal? How desolate is this road? All these things are going to go into factor. I mean, if it's like desolate, no Wi-Fi signal, and the guy has a cell phone, I'm probably taking the cell phone and getting the fuck out of there. Okay. Hmm. I'm not even kidding you. Like, if the person so, is literally on the ground, and, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a question. Okay. So, this is why you're going to leave the bank robbing to me, and <laughs> you are never going to commit a crime unless it's a, like, computer, very, like, not time sensitive crime, right? Because by the time you figure all that shit out, someone's driving by and sees your fucking car, right? Bill, me and you fucking, me and you grew up, Bill, in the fucking, uh, a little, a little rougher times, right? Where we were fucking, you know, if you're stealing something, you're getting in, you're getting the fuck out. You got it. Quick decisions, right, Man, Bill? You gotta, you gotta go fast. You can, this is not like sitting there for an hour. Because by the time you figure out there's no Wi-Fi, all of a sudden, oh, oh yeah, Bill, up. Bill goes and shakes the person. So well, all he's I'm- an idiot. I check two things. I check my phone for a signal, and I check the the person for any cell you phone. And I look at the diarrhea bike. all down your leg, and be like, and so oh my would God, you. Well, nah. all right. So the guy's not responsive. You have a pick. Say you're driving a pickup. Even better, the guy's not responsive. You shake him, and you notice that the bike is a Cannondale. What you the know, fuck is a Cannondale? It's a, it's a very nice. Bike. Isn't that a horse? No. It's a very nice bike. It's a Clydesdale. It's worth a, it's worth a couple grand. Okay. So it's got a computer chip in it. I'm googling. You Cannondale throw the bike. bike in the back of the truck and keep it moving. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it has a computer chip in it, then I mean, you would have to take Why? any type of tracking device with you. Yeah, but Why? the computer chip is just going to say you hit them. Okay. So like, let me what? tell you why you're both retarded. Okay. So one, here's what you do: you get the fuck out of Dodge. Okay. I, honestly, 
You hit the guy. Boom. Guy's down on the ground. All right. You get the fuck out of Dodge. All right. Because anything you bring with you, you're bringing a tracking device with you if you bring the phone or the bike with the chip. So now you're tracking your exit from the crime scene, which is maniacal. I don't care if the bike has a tracking device in it. It's on a road. He got hit by a car. Everyone who shows up is going to know a fucking car hit this dude, right? So you get the fuck out of Dodge. Honestly, and I wouldn't do this because I don't have the heart. I would leave the motherfucker. Sorry, dude, I'm out. Like, you know, that's it. But you should run him over on your way out. Right? <laughs> Double you tap? should make sure he's dead. Oh, man. <laughs> <You know? That's laughs> I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But, you know. But I know saying. a friend who would. Yeah, I really don't want him waking up and going, I uh, remember ZQR on the license plate. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's a little crazy. I mean, and, and listen, I'm, if you're going to commit the crime, you got to commit it all the way, right? But no, in all I wouldn't seriousness, like putting myself in that realistic situation, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm heartless or anything but i mean we are anybody has to say that if their first instinct isn't to fucking bolt then you're crazy well and, and the other thing is if like my whole thing is like if you're gonna bolt you know you could go now you're like guilty right like if you stay right at least you got a shot of being like dude this guy just drove out of the middle of the street and you'll probably get something happen to you. Maybe it's well, fucking. well that's life. the other thing whose fault is it like well, it was i matter. looking at my cell phone that doesn't was matter it- None of that matters. None of it matters because it depends on the judge you get. True. That's it. If you yeah. get, and Bill will tell you he was a correctional officer. I've been to prison twice. If you get the wrong judge, you're fucked no matter what you did. If you get the right judge, you're good no matter what you did. If you have the right lawyer, if they have the bad lawyer, it actually has nothing. And that's why they say don't say a fucking word. Don't think. Just get the fuck out of Dodge if you do something wrong. And that's why for 20 years, I haven't fucking done anything like that again because it's fucking it's this court system is fucked. So yeah, you get the fuck out of there immediately. You fucking bury the fucking car. You fucking burn it. You fucking take it apart. You take all the parts to a fucking don't you, you just eliminate the evidence and get rid of that fucking thing. And hopefully you're far enough away from where you live that you're not in the same town. If the more miles are you are away that you live there. I mean, what are they going to get? They're going to get tire tracks. They're going to get maybe some paint, you know, like, they're not going to get anything unless this dude remembers, you know, stuff about it. So I think I don't think you bring the fucking bike. Now you're talking fingerprints. Now you're talking, you know, no. Is this the conversation the y'all had? No, we didn't have a conversation. This is the first oh. time we're talking about it. Oh, he just asked it? Yeah, this is this is live. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, everybody's like fucking turning us in for crimes we didn't commit now. I mean, that's the other thing. That's fucking Bill. You get the... F- what is the percent chance that you don't get the fuck out of there? I mean, if he's not moving, <laughs> I'm probably going to go. I don't even know if he, if he's moving him out of there. Like, yeah, I, I like you're, if he's moving, I'm driving faster because now I got a witness that I don't need to identify my car. Okay. Can I, can I ask you another question? Uh-huh. All right. So let's say he's moving, but not dead. And then you drive off. Would you be happy to hear that biker dies on the side of the road? I'm ecstatic. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Would I rather read biker remembers fucking black Audi Q8 hitting him on a road? <laughs> like, no. With jersey plates? <laughs> no. I'd much rather, I mean, listen, I'm sorry. That sucks. You know, like you're an idiot. It's a desolate road. You're fucking driving on the fucking. 
What are you doing? It's your, your fault for biking on a yeah. desert. <laughs> First of all, who rides a bike, you fucking loser? Like anyone on a bike. Like we, we were talking about. <laughs> this is gonna sound <laughs> so. Much, this, this is gonna who sound. Who rides a bike? Who rides a fucking bicycle? You fucking fag! Get out of here! People are biking everywhere. And 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 that's my first stage of genocide. Okay, so me and Bill were talking about forced genocide <laughs> and okay. how you're going to eliminate a billion people without fucking the, the government eliminating a billion people. Cause that's the NWO plan. This will tie to Elon Musk shortly. Mm. Um, and I said like, uh, uh, who was it? Fucking, uh, uh, not Bill Maher. Um, the comedian, uh, who I love, one of my favorite comedians, bald from Boston, Bill Burr, Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr, uh, Bill Burr had a, his cruise ship joke. Remember that? Go ahead. When he said we need to we need to kill a billion people, he's oh, like, we should just start on cruise ships. He's yes. like, just send cruise ships out yes. and just they never come back. They're just fucking kill them all. Because yeah. what kind of jerk off goes on a cruise? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just right, get those right. fucking people out of here. So well, I'm, they did though at Titanic, kind of. Right. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's what Morgan Stanley did when he didn't want yeah. the fucking Federal Reserve to get created. That's another yep. podcast for another day. So we uh so basically we had a conversation on the last No Mercy, which you may have listened to, or the next No Mercy, which is coming with Danny and Kurt. We were talking about uh, abortion, and we had a retarded abortion abortion video with Californians like, oh, I think you should abort a baby after ten months of being born, you know. And I was like, dude, this is where we start. Like, do I want these girls to have abortions because they're bragging about it? No, I want that. Like, get them out. Like, leave mm-hmm. the baby and and get rid of them. So we we're talking about ways to get rid of the stupid people in society. And I think this is a great way to start. If you ride a bicycle, you're gone. If you're a guy on a bicycle, <laughs> girls can ride bicycles if you're hot, right? Because girl, hot girls could fucking do anything and it doesn't matter. I mean, I think that's the most absurd thing. I've. Had. If you ride a bicycle, you're gone. That's it. Okay, let's think of people that should just die. I, I, think, if you're over, I think if you're over 30 and you do like the pre, like, you know, those like group fucking TikTok dances. Oh, gone, gone. Yeah. You're in the gone. You're, Any TikTok trend gone. Well, so Tommy, yeah, the TikTok people who dance. I mean, I, I was almost one of them. I was. I, would, I can't believe you're not. I mean, I was. I was very close. I probably <laughs> have a few uh, videos that are done that are that weren't released to the public. Um, but yeah, there's probably a few something. Bill, we're gonna need a backup rep and records. Yeah, that's. <laughs> are you working on I'll, that? What happens? Let me give you another thing further about the bike thing. Okay. One more thing. So you you, you find out he dies. Uh-huh. Right, he's dead. Yeah, you're di- you you have a girlfriend. You're dating some girl, whatever. You don't. She just says, you know, you find out. Oh, she goes, yeah, my we're supposed to, you're supposed to go out with her that night, or you know, a couple days. She tells you her brother died. Uh-huh. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> like I'm so sorry. Wow. And she's like, yeah. She goes, oh, I it's know, like I'm a movie. It's like a movie now. Bob. I'd love it <laughs> if you'd stop by the, you know, the wake. Oh Jesus! You stop by the wake. You see the guy's face, and it's him. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You still, say my condolences. Yeah. Still nothing. What? what? I mean. <laughs> uh, dude, I killed your brother. No, I'm fucking. I mean, listen. I. You know, that's the kind of thing you say. On you know what I would say? You, you know what I would say? For 50 years. Yeah, you know what I would say? I would go up to the fucking coffee. I'd be like, thank God he's dead and can't tell on me. So now, <laughs> so now this relationship with this girl is obviously over, correct? It's done. Uh, that's got to be done. No. That's the other thing. No, I, I would I would leave the relationship. I'd find a way to get out I mean, of it. Relationship oh, you're saying, if her, you're saying if her brother's the dead. Yeah, if I killed her brother, yeah. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, yeah. that's too much. Yeah. That's, listen, I got a heart. 
I got at least dumped. <laughs> I got a heart. I'm gonna double. <laughs> I'm gonna got, double tap him and I, then break up with the girl while she's mourning. Probably break up with her at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah. so I mean, long. dude, I'm thinking that like, <laughs> go on, bro. That's, I was just about to say this is this. This is the first Bill's Thoughts segment. (laughs) This is what they took. Dude, Bill's Thoughts, and this is why the No Mercy site, when it starts, is going to be awesome because the late night Discord, Bob, you've been a part of it a lot of times. This is a sports betting site, so we're not even supposed to be talking about this shit on there. We're supposed to be talking Mm -hmm. about sports, but when sports ends, we get fucking weird. Um, They always turn into like 10-hour debates because it's fucking – Bill's like the third guy from the left on the evolutionary chart, you know, Mm -hmm. the one that's still got his knuckles dragging on the ground. But – He's actually kind of smart. So he does come up with these weird things that you fucking, you know, you're like, huh. And they lead to huge, like the toenails thing. Like and he had me spending a week. Bill, do you know for a week I was trying to map out? I actually put notes on a whiteboard of how I would catch a dinosaur. <laughs> Listen, it's one of those uh, one of those things that you should know. I mean, <laughs> well, you, if I the dinosaur you, apocalypse you comes. You might need it, like, for, hey, listen, you, if there's, like, a, you know, a zombie apocalypse or, you know, you're in the woods with that leopard. Remember when we watched that Dude, leopard? It, that's what I'm saying. They always end up being valuable listen, in the end. You might, uh, he might be stalking you or a bear or yep. something. The alligator. Remember the alligator one where we learned you're running fucking zigzag and shit? It's, yeah. It's what you got to do. You never My know. favorite one is punch a shark in the nose. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I have. Has anyone ever tried punching underwater? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even like, think about like, that. Like, who's yeah. punching a fucking shark in the nose underwater if you're getting fucking I mean, like If a shark has you in his jaws, punch him in the nose. Yeah, it's like... Bullets, bullets die in, like, 10 feet underwater. Yeah, like a bullet. <laughs> punch a shark in the nose underwater. Who's going to lay there if a bear's coming at them? I, that's another thing, right? Like, I mean, some of these are... The other thing is with the cheetah and the bobcat, what you need to do, Bob, because that video is amazing. Um, you need to put your arms real high in the air. So you put your arms real high in the <laughs> air, and it stops. But, like, if you turn the run, you're dead. So you literally have to stand there making yourself look bigger and slowly walk back and hope it goes away. If you do anything else, you're dead. Let me tell you something. If you're in those woods and you're going hiking and you like to hike and you like to do whatever you got to do, you better be carrying some type of weapon. If you're not a gun person, you're not a gun person. I completely understand. I don't. There are other weapons. I don't either. There are the remember that thing I showed you the other day, Tommy from TikTok, <laughs> and it looked like a, a magazine from a gun, and it yeah. shot out the spear. Yeah, those those little fucking daggers. Yeah, there's yeah. there are little mini crossbows. There, you know, you got at least that fucking Mason even a taser. slingshot, like some <laughs> slingshot. Oh, you, God, you get one of those. He's slingshots. serious. You get one of those slingshots that connects to your wrist. <laughs> And you pull that mother back, you hit that, you hit that bobcat right between the eyes. Yeah, that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> shitting your shitting your pants as a bobcat is coming 80 miles per hour at your head. You're gonna fucking set up your wrist slingshot and hit him right, <laughs> right between the eyes, David. <laughs> the wrist slingshot will get you every time. Every time. Yeah, every fucking, time. Dude, I could see Bill running around hiking with a crossbow on his back. Like, you know, like one of those big electric crossbows just for a for a Bill, daily I'll give jog. you a slingshot. I'll stand 20 feet away from you. I'll give you 10 shots to hit me between the eyes. 
just standing there. I mean, I just want to watch it. I mean, I if I'm trained in the art. So <laughs> now, if you want to go hiking, so anyone who wants to go for a, and honestly, by the way, can we add hikers to bikers? Like, get yes, rid of them too. We can. They're fucking chiropractors. We can gotta we fucking add, get rid of. Um, can we add people that fill up their gas tank when it's like you know when it's like half empty? Like who? Like that really fucking annoys the shit out of oh, me. Oh yeah, somebody... I feel like Bill does that. I don't, dude. I don't think I've ever filled up my gas tank in my life if the light was not. If somebody goes, hey, you need gas, and it's not like below E, you I got to be at least you, listen below a quarter, right? Like below a quarter, I've done a bunch of times. I was exaggerating there, especially if you know you're going on a longer trip, right? You'll fill it up when you see the station or a little more frequently. But if you're filling your gas tank up above half a tank, I would literally say that is a characteristic similar to getting one Slurpee flavor in your Slurpee. Um, that's serial killer level. Yeah. Yeah, Bill. I mean, if you haven't run out of gas at one point and had to walk like a couple of miles to fill up, you know, a tank and bring it back to your car like a homeless person, I, I don't think. I did it in friends. the monsoon fucking during the lockdown. Bill almost had to come pick me up. Yeah. Yeah, I've never ran out of gas. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always prepared with gas. I'm never going to run out of gas. All right. And wh- where do you where do you fill it up? Do you fill it up when it's over half a tank? Uh, a little bit less than half. Okay, no. you got to get. I mean, it's still weird. Like above a quarter. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it'll be above a quarter and less than half. Wow, wow. I don't. You adults are weird. Bill acts like a fucking like eighty year old man, even though he's the same age as me. It's unbelievable. Bill, how do you how well do you take care of your lawn? Oh man, it's a little high right now. I mean, I I messed up my knee the other day cutting it, and I got to cut it again. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm sacrificing my knee for the lawn. Well, you love. Bad. There's nothing you love more than lawn. I mean, I would love nothing for you to come over and cut it. No, I'll piss on it. Yeah, I mean that's not gonna happen. You'll have fucking TG pissed in the front of your lawn the first time you're going to get me a water, like a good little bitch. Hmm. Fucking cut no. your lawn. No. Fuck out of here. No. Anyway, we should also eliminate chiropractors, Bob. Oh man, you know how I feel about those. Gone and Indians. Got to get rid of Indians. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to want to ge- mass genocide. I just tried to bait you into it. People. Yeah. Nice I mean, try. Listen, if you're trying to get a bit of a billion people, wouldn't you rather just do one fucking fell swoop? Boom. There you go. I will tell you this, though. Live on air. India has the most slaves of any country on the entire planet. Mm. We can start with the Indian slave owners. Yeah. I mean, yep. I would say anyone with an Apple watch. Yes. Right. Bill, what do you think of that? Uh, I at one time I did have an Apple watch. Even better. <clears throat> but I got it as a gift. I got one as a gift too. I never wore it. And I I only wore it for like a week. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Because when I first hey, got Bill, it. Hey, Bill, do you know where where Will Smith was seen first? As he after, reemerged after from his Oscar debacle after the slap? Uh, I do not. He was seen in India. I mean, there you go. Just more. Bobby's conspiracies is growing. By he was seen in India. Why was he? Why did he go to India? Spiritual healing, reprogramming, reprogramming. Who That's knows? I mean, the Beatles factors. went to India and then they changed their style and they never toured again. And then John Lennon got shot. You got to do a whole QTN podcast on India. I think that's because I, I, I have no interest in it. So you got to put it on another podcast. <laughs> I, I just I like the small bits calling you racist. Like, that's what yeah. I like to do. And then the little people, well, dude, I do, I I do love the information, of- but I feel like I feel like the world needs a two hour explanation of India from you where you could just, I think it'll be cathartic for you to just let it all out. Let me ask you this. All right. So this is real quick. 
And uh, so I'm ordering Papa John's the other night and Ashley calls to, you know, place an order and an Indian guy answers in Memphis, Tennessee. Like, oh, would you like toppings? I'll do it. You know, and <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I go hang up the phone. She goes, why? I go, what the fuck is that? I go, call the other location. So she calls the other location. <laughs> hello. Hello. Welcome to Papa John's. Can I? I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, is this an answering Why are service? You hanging up on the Indian. Because he's asking for the credit card information. Oh, it's going to take an hour. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I go, where did you get this phone number from? I, I had her you go. You didn't want to give the Indian your credit card? No, because I didn't know she like got it off a site and it's like some fake fucking Papa <laughs> John's. Yes, because this is how the online orders <laughs> happen. And, and so she said. She, the guy asked if we want to play with credit card, and you hear me in the background yelling, "Fuck no!" Cash. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I'm not giving them my fucking information," and she's like, "They can hear you." I'm like, "I don't give a shit. We're paying cash." <laughs> Hang up the phone. Oh my god, Bobby, so, you hate Indians so much. I don't hate them. I just don't want them to em. take my money. You fucking hate them. And then my phone rings with an eight 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 fucking area code as I'm talking about them. I'm. I'm freaking out right now. I mean, Jesus. Bill, give me give me someone else on the people to kill this. Um, Tommy, I don't know. In case anyone fucking trying to get this podcast, uh, fucking show, we're not really going to kill anyone, guys. Tommy, fucking I am a man Spotify and fucking whoever else is out there listening. Yeah. I am a man of the people. Mm-hmm. I do not want to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. I love everyone. Okay, so who would you kill? I would not kill any. I love everyone. Bill hates more people than anyone I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he hates a lot of people. A lot, not any specific type of people. Like I basically, if you notice, I want to get rid of the hikers, the bikers, um, dudes who wear pink tight shorts. Not if you're if you're gay, it's fine. But straight beta dudes, like the Cali boys that wear them and think they're fucking tough, the little tight uh, pink shorts. I want them out. Uh, I want any guy that shaves his arms out. Um, except Mad Lab. We got to keep Mad Lab. He does that too. Um, I basically want all the fucking soy boys. I want all the fucking, uh, I want everyone from California gone. I think we I just want anybody that has more than like three or four cleaning products in their shower out. Any man that has like shampoo, conditioner, fucking soap. I would that's say you it. could, yeah, five is crazy. I've never had five. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Bill, how many, how many things do you have in your two? Yeah, I mean, it's, it. I have I have three, and only because one's half full, and I bought another one. Like, yeah, like I would say anyone who buys more than one shampoo at a time, even like I'll go that like, route. Yeah, like even like toothpaste and shampoo, you're supposed to work till the bones fall off, and then fucking go buy another one. Um, yeah, so that's the beginning of our people to kill list. Uh, last thing on this before we get to Elon Musk, uh, as far as the bike rider goes, uh, you guys mentioned before. Are you hoping that the bike rider? dies i answered and said i mean i i i hate to say it but i don't want a witness if i'm driving away i'm already an asshole i'm already saying i don't care about this person's life and i'm selfish for my own over his so if it's a girl i may stop but if it's a guy i'm fucking out fuck guys they're fucking retarded um but i mean do you hope he dies does the age matter does the age matter the breast if the biker does <laughs> Okay, well let's let's talk if, about all oh, that. Oh, nice is her ass as she's laying face down on the ground. Because maybe I can come in and look, tell her a story about how she almost killed herself, and I 
you know, saved her. Wow. Yeah, that'd be good. So all this, all this is fact. I and mean, there's so many factors that you have to, you know, it's not just a simple yes or no. Like, I mean, if the guy's 70 or if the guy's 16. Oh, know? okay. So he's a, he's a 55 year old fucking, you know, beta. I mean, that would have to, in- oh, now you're bringing political affiliation. No, it's just, I mean, he's riding a bicycle. What do you think? It's an alpha? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, a- name, me, name me someone, any alpha who would ride a bicycle has a thing called a fucking motorcycle. So if you're on a bicycle, you're already a fag. Like it's done. Right. Like that's that's eliminated. Ah, it's I over. Agree with that. Uh, you probably rode a bike, didn't you? Of course I did. Yeah, well, yeah. Phil, there you it's, go. It's, it's it's one thing to ride in your town. It's another thing no, if you're not. on a de- you know hold on. If, you, on a if you're on a desolate road, that means you're biking tens of tens of maybe even hundreds of miles on that bicycle. Bro, you should never be on a bicycle. Yeah. Bicycles are gay. You have a little fucking hard fucking plastic seat up your ass. I bought a bicycle thinking I was going to ride on it, and I rode it one time, and I felt like a douchebag. Yeah, because you my are ride. a douchebag. You were a douchebag. <laughs> Bro, I almost bought the Peloton. Yeah, but you just buy anything. You Fucking dude, you get brainwashed by TikTok. <laughs> fucking, you're a marketer's dream. The Peloton was the coolest. Mo- it was like the most, the best marketed thing in the world yeah you were gonna buy a peloton more to have a peloton not even to ride it i just yeah not even to, i was, I was gonna say house. probably didn't want to use it yeah just for it to look cool in your house that's what you're gonna buy it to to just keep in your house with all the the tons of fucking tourists that come into your house to to party I mean, who the fuck comes to your house a lot of people who are you, who are you gonna show it off to your family your friend like anyone i mean i take pictures next to it you think a girl's gonna come over and be like, "Oh wow, yeah, you hang pictures next to it, hang a towel off of it." You know, you're gonna like, pose oh. next to your Peloton. No, <laughs> I'd, I'd get it in the background, like, "Oh shit, he has a Peloton." You know? No, I'd make sure it was in the background, but you know, you just you don't you're not really focused on like it, like subtly placed. Mm-hmm. But you'd spend like ten minutes, like like angling it, angling everything, yeah. so you can get enough of yep. it in. Yup, just so you could see my Peloton. Mm. Bill Rob, ladies and but I talked myself out of it, and it was probably Thank the best thing God. I could do. Thank God. Hopefully, you're sure. I just had to look up Peloton because I had no idea what it was. I mean, I fucking. I've I mean, seen I do I, not know what that was. You know what it is? It. You know what it is for 90% of the people who bought it? It's a fucking coat rack. That's what it is. They yeah. fucking just hang their fucking shit off it now after they fucking loved it. But um, anyway, okay, let's get to Elon Musk here. Bill, what time are you recording your show? Six o'clock. Okay, so if you got to get out early, just give me a give me a signal. So, by the way, this episode was supposed to be fifty four minutes. I tried. Uh, we are now at the fifty four minute mark and just starting the Elon Musk part. So, <laughs> welcome to fucking no mercy, ladies and gentlemen. I want right. this tight fit, just like the old time. Fifty five minutes, then we're I, out, so yeah. I can have an intro. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, and I forgot. And then, and then you're talking. the one that decided to have a whole Bill Rupp segment on his thoughts and think that we weren't going to well, talk about it. Well, because here's the thing: the same reason you drive away from the because fu- I loved it. I could sit on here all day, uh, but mm-hmm. the same reason you drive away from the potentially dead guy is the same way you go into Bill's thoughts. Because right. once you tell me we're not getting it done in 55 minutes, then what's an hour two? You know, like it's anything under an hour may get more downloads. So I'm either trying to bang it out in 55 minutes real fast or we're just doing it like at that point. I'm fucking fine. Let's just do what we always do. You you might have to be a better time manager. Not ever. Listen, listen, when when Whoopi is gone, 
from the view because she's filming in a different country. <laughs> Joy Behar is right there to keep things moving. <laughs> Don't skip a beat. Whoopi's gone. Joy fills in. I get my view fix and they go on. Well, see, so here's I can't even I can't even comment on the fact that I just have to come over one day and watch you watch the view. I need to see it in person. I, to okay, to I see that th- there's actually a forty year old. You were man. on the. You were on it. No, I've heard you watch me. it. I, yeah, I, I need to watch you though. Like I want to just sit like a fly on the wall, Bob, and just yeah. actually witness because it would almost be like seeing Bigfoot. Actually, witness a forty two year old gun owning man who voted for Donald Trump watching the View. And you, just you know see what? what would, you know what? I would pay money to see. Just to him watch it and hear and to hear him laugh one time at something Joey Behar says. Joey you know Behar. what I'm saying? That's Joy how much Behar. Bobby. That's how much Bobby watches the View. Joey, <laughs> Joey, Joy, Joey Behar. It's actually a compliment to not know their names on the View. Yeah. You realize that. That's like when I was she writing is, TikTok. She is she hilarious. She well, is. I was saying, look at it. Fuck, I can't. I, mean, dude, I can't take this. Cuts me up. All right, we're done. All right, he's doing this. He's take. doing this just to incite a riot, Bob. This is not yeah, real. I can't take that. I but out. here's yeah. what I will say. It, it's kind of like, have you ever heard of the shopping cart scenario? That's basically what we did. You, Do you know what the shopping cart scenario the shopping cart scenario is this all right so what do you guys do when you're at the grocery store and you got a shopping cart and you just unload all your groceries put it upside down pineapple in it seriously what do you do with the shopping cart what do i do with it when i'm done with it yeah i mean do you put it in the i shockingly this is gonna blow your fucking mind every time i put it in a contraption okay bill um i used to never i used to Mm -hmm. never i used to just push it up over the curb onto the grass part or, right. you know, push it to the side or wherever there was another one, I would just push it behind as long as it right. was in with like 10 feet of my car. Right. But now more and more, I've been pushing it back to the carousel. I feel like you're saying in okay. the vicinity of it, though, not in it. That means oh. like you're you're kind of a piece of shit, but not really. So like the whole shopping cart scenario is this. It's like. You don't have to put the shopping cart back into its designated area, right? If you right. don't, it's not illegal. You don't get in trouble. You know, you're not going to get, you know, fined. You're not going to get arrested, right? But it's like almost like a moral obligation to. So, yeah. d- depending upon what you do with that shopping cart, is basically like a microcosm of who you are as a human being. Really? Yes. I so mean, you pass the test. I, the fucking good person. I, I don't know. I like surprisingly, the more I interact with you, I realize that you're actually not as big of a piece of shit as no, don't I originally thought that. you were. I, I have this act going. <laughs> I've been fucking killing it for 42 years. Please just, just let's, let's, I am a piece of shit. No matter what anyone says, it's better for the show. Um, I think most people, but, I mean, think about this though, just to, just to move me backwards in the opposite direction. I 100% every single time put the shopping cart back in the thing. I think it probably stems from just, being poor when I was younger and always right. working those type of menial jobs. That's I was exactly. A boy, I was exactly a waiter. Right. I was a bartender. And I just, I always stack my plates and put my fork and knife in it. I always do all those little things for the menial people, but I'll hit a fucking dude on a bike and run him over on my way out. So let's not call me a saint here. Okay. I'm not saying you're a saint. I mean, it's a totally different. I mean, scenario. I think a lot of people listening were like, Tommy's a saint. <laughs> at least at least at least that's what happened to mine i can't believe y'all never heard of ookie cookie in the shopping cart scenario those well, are they're two very different very bob they're very different 
One is about way, putting a shopping cart away. I manifested Ookie Cookie into existence because this account with 500,000, thousand, thousand followers thousand, re- thousand, thousand. retweeted uh, the Urban Dictionary term soggy biscuit and said, hey, have you guys ever heard of this? And it said soggy biscuit, otherwise known as Ookie Cookie, blah, blah, blah. And it had like 100,000 fucking likes and retweets wow, and people were tagging fucking, me. In. And, and my favorite part there, Bill. Uh, Bobby just said he manifested Ookie Cookie. So uh, bring Ookie like Cookie up. Brings, he brings Ookie Cookie up again. Yeah. Uh, and then he says he manifested it and fucking uh, he compared it to putting a shopping cart in a bin. So Bobby just yes. compared putting your shopping cart away to, to jerking off on a, on a cookie and having your friend eat it because he finished jerking off last. Well, it's like the shopping cart is if you finish last, it's a moral obligation to eat the cookie. You don't get arrested or in trouble if you don't eat the cookie, but it's like returning a shopping cart. Bill? Uh, Listen, a little far-fetched, but okay. I agree. I agree. That made no sense whatsoever. Um, At all. Literally. Zero percent. So are we now going to Elon Musk? Bro, this is the second time we've hard segued off of that topic. I just would rather do this. (laughs) And it's so hard because half our audience just wants this all day. And half our audience, so you got like literally 50,000 people that just want this. And then you got another 50,000 that just want what we're about to do now. So yeah, let's get to the, we're halfway through the pod. So let's get to the other half. Well, I think this is important because Elon Musk did wreck his vehicle when he drove, I forget what, it wasn't a Tesla, but he, he did have a similar situation where he had an uninsured expensive vehicle and he was in a very big car accident, which I'm sure probably murdered somebody and, you know, and completely that's the reason why we did that guys. So yeah, yeah now, you know, all right, yeah. Elon Musk situation. So we're going to basically break down, um, as quick as we can from start to finish and explain everything about what's going on with Elon Musk and Twitter here. So the Elon Musk situation, for those of you that don't know who he is, um, you're living under a fucking rock, but I want this portion of the podcast to serve as, you know, you can clip this out and tell your friends, like start listening to the, like what's going on with Elon Musk. I don't know. Start at the one hour, one minute mark, right when they finish talking about killing people and jerking off on cookies and start Mm. there and go forward and you'll basically know everything you need to know about what happened, what's happening and what's going to happen. So Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. He's worth $270 billion. The next closest is Jeff Bezos, who's worth a hundred billion less than him. So he's, mm. he's almost doubled Jeff Bezos in his wealth. Richest man in the world. Um, Bobby, give a quick 30 second, three minute background on Elon Musk, where he got his money, how he started, anything you have tied to it. And then we'll get into Bill owning the shares and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, in order in order to understand this, you know, we have to un- we have to just kind of unwrap the fact that people always think that these guys come from humble beginnings, and that's always the theory that they come from humble beginnings. And you know, oh, they were great coders, and they just invented this, and oh, you know, self made this, and it's never the case. Like with Elon Musk, people think that like he came from humble beginnings, but his grandfather was we talked about it last time the technocratic party in canada his mother was a model and his dad was like an emerald miner he, he was worth yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars he was a fucking basically a pedo who knocked up his uh stepdaughter who was like 40 years younger than him but but more important is well i don't know equally as important is that There was tons of money in the Musk family. He didn't have fucking student debt or any of this shit. But the the most important thing is that people need to understand that he didn't 
he was not the founder of these companies. He's basically like a takeover specialist, similar to what he's doing with Twitter. He did it with PayPal and he did it with Tesla. He was not the founder of Tesla. He was not the founder of PayPal. And he was a college fucking dropout. He was uh, bad at coding. Post college. I mean, so his graduate degree, he dropped out, right? His graduate finished, degree, finished his undergrad, he, he, dropped he dropped out. out right. He dropped out. And so what ended up happening was he his company merged with this other company and they formed PayPal. But the idea of PayPal had already been in existence. And he basically bought, used his influence. So he here's another thing. He was fired from PayPal. The other people at PayPal didn't like him. But when they sold it to eBay, he had his shares, which was like $150 million. And he used that the shares and the influence because people thought he was the founder of PayPal right. to start investing in companies like Tesla. Right. So he was a takeover specialist. He, he didn't invent this shit. He didn't come from humble beginnings. So I think that's important to kind of unravel as we're seeing him do the same shit as he's taking over Twitter. Well, he's brilliant because, you know, we talk about this all the time, Bill. Me and you talk about this. How did people get this money? And it really is just that first like. 10 million dollar jump off it doesn't even need to be 100 like and it doesn't need to be worth 10 million dollars like when you get a free 10 million that you could throw away at something once you get to that because if you're worth 10 million <clears throat> you still can't throw all your money away at something if it's going to fail possibly once you have 10 million of disposable income you can be a billionaire pretty quickly um because you just need one thing to 10x and you got 100 million then another thing to 10x and you're a billionaire so that's the thing his first hit was 100 80 billion, 180 billion. Well, it was kind of. I mean, he had failed investments before that, and he had he he had failed investments, and then he had backing from his family. So, I mean, it's similar, like you know how Trump had backing from his dad. Trump's had failed investments too. But I look at more, and I said this off air. It it looks more like a Dan Bilzerian. If you don't know Dan Bilzerian, is look him up. He was like. He's like if you Google him, by the way, you may run into a picture of me and Dan Bilzerian hanging out uh, at a rave. Uh, he is a douchebag. I think he's a jerk off. Uh, but he was trying to fuck all the girls at my table because he had the plastic girls and I had the hot girls. We Tommy had. loved Dan Bilzerian. It was like your favorite. I part. did until I met him. Yeah. But everybody wanted to know where did Dan Bilzerian's money come from? And he kept saying from playing poker. But, uh, you know, anybody that's played poker for a long time, he's not recognized. Nobody knew where he was playing to get his hundreds of millions. And, Anybody that saw him play poker knew that he was not a skilled right. poker player. So then you find out later that his dad, same thing, was a takeover specialist. But he also went to prison in the SEC. He got in trouble with the SEC for a lot of shit and had to give a lot of his money back. So then we found out that, you know, he was a trust fund kid, which is fine. But I mean, don't he was like laundering his dad's money at the poker table. <laughs> right. Don't come across as some humble. I did it all by myself right. when when you're you know, using dad's money, you know I mean? And, and it's I so think easy seeing- now, Bob, just to say, and that when with social media to claim they got it by being an influencer, you know, like no right. one questions anyone anymore. Back in the day, everyone used to question where and Elon Musk, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, no one knows where the fuck he got his money from, right? Like all these guys, like where did they get their money from? But with social media, Bill, like the Island Boys, right? Yeah, I mean, where do they get their money? Since like how are... So, like, Elon Musk's wealth went up 600% since the fucking pandemic in the last, where did, like, here's my question. How did all that money come into his pocket? I don't understand it. Like, I was talking to you off air about this, too. Like, okay, you you know, I was asking you, like, hey, where did all this money come from? Tesla? I don't see everybody driving a fucking Tesla like it's a Toyota. 
You know, granted, I live in the South, but I'm not seeing well, I mean, it as like a common vehicle. You should move to New Jersey. Because I was just going to say, I was going to say, you everywhere. You missed me and Bill being able to kill you on that because basically <laughs> you live in fucking Memphis. So if it's not a Jeep, it's a fucking bicycle. Like, like, <laughs> like you fucking hicks just fucking like you. No one's going to drive a Tesla in Memphis. First of all, honestly, murder Tesla people. That they need to go too. Okay. Anyone driving a Tesla? Sorry, Wait, Elon. Okay. How much not, does not a Tesla Elon. cost? Elon, we need you to stay. I need my account back. But um, I don't know. Ranges between like seventy and fucking two hundred. Who knows? So the common man can afford a Tesla? No. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. It's not like it's a fucking Toyota or anything. So right. you tell me he accumulated. I, mean, I think there's a like you can get a used one, but like you a can new buy a base model. You can buy the base model for about forty. Fifty, yeah, okay. forty, fifty, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm still trying to figure out where this $200 billion came from, you know, through his investments when Jeff Bezos owns fucking Amazon. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. And then you have, you know, and I, this is another thing that like it all comes back to space being fake and gay mm -hmm. because post World War II, we've talked about this ad nauseum through Operation Paperclip. We took fucking Nazi scientists and we gave them jobs at NASA. And one of the biggest names was Werner von Braun. Bill, He's do you also know who Werner von Braun is? Not a clue in the world. Okay, so Bill's about to fucking learn something here. So Bill, I'd I tell like you what, for Bill, you to, Google this. I know you, do, you zoom out the second we start talking about conspiracy shit. So I'd like for you to pay attention to this, and I'm curious. What your thought is on this? There's two things that we're going to tell you. So go. Bob. So Bill, after World War II ended, that was the Hitler War. We took the uh, Nazi scientists, some of them. It does tie to Musk, by the way. We're still on topic. It, it, it ties directly to Musk. And we gave them jobs within government organizations, one of which being NASA, which is our space ex exploration. So Werner von Braun, who's a Nazi scientist, Nazi fucking Germany, headed NASA. And he was also a science fiction writer. And he wrote about a person named Elon. And this is in 1950. A person named Elon is going to be the first person that brings us to Mars. Okay. That he and a couple of other wealthy individuals are going to be the first people, like private people, to bring people to Mars. And now you're seeing in 2022 that SpaceX and NASA are working together to, you know, to explore Mars. I mean, there's a whole mission. You can find it on the SpaceX site. You can you can find it on the NASA site to get people to Mars. That's been the big uh, topic. Not the moon anymore. Now now we're going to Mars. And this was predicted back in 1950 by the by a Nazi scientist. So now we're seeing why would this person have investments in SpaceX? And everybody thought SpaceX was so great because it's privatized and it's not government run. And Elon Musk, this savvy entrepreneur, private you know, came from humble beginnings is going to get us to space rather than the governments. Well, I mean, it seems like they're working in tandem. And it seems like based on Tommy's theory that everything's predetermined and simulated, mm -hmm. that this was all part of the plan. Yep. And there's a tweet from uh, Elon Musk. This was weird. As Bobby was telling me this, I was like, Jesus Christ, uh, I got to find this tweet right here. I think I have it. I was Googling all the billionaire dropouts. Bobby, do you have a list of billionaire dropouts? Fucking Bill Gates dropped uh, out. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg dropped out. Jack Dorsey yeah. from Twitter dropped out. We just Elon Musk dropped out of 
his PhD program or whatever the next level training he had. Uh, Larry Ellison. I mean, uh, Moskovitz. The whole lit. Rockefeller was a fucking drop. Never went to college. There's a Ted whole, Turner. Ted Turner. Uh, uh, Howard. Howard Hughes. Like, there's a whole list. And I personally think Kanye that, West. <laughs> you, you can go down a different <laughs> podcast for that. The uh, I personally think they don't drop out. I think they get plucked out. So when Absolutely. they see that fucking Illuminati faction leader cabal, this is the kid who could start Facebook. This Absolutely. is the kid who could start SpaceX, and they pull them out, put them in a government program, train them, clone them, fucking juice them up, and then they stick them out and make them the face of Facebook and all these others. Yeah, it's too Bill, weird. This, this many billionaires are dropouts. Bill, this is the analogy I can use. So you know, in entertainment, like <clears throat> like American Idol, um, and this is what I've heard from a lot of uh, people I know, music producers, executives, stuff like that. That the in American Idol, a lot of times, if you look like uh, Daughtry and some of the other more famous and recognized um, American Idol contestants, they didn't win, and that they're usually you know they now you're in Bill's pulled. lane. Now you're in Bill's lane. Now you're yeah. talking like so pop they finish fifth place, fourth place, sixth. and the whole idea was once the record you know once the producers uh, from the labels picked their person, they pulled them off the show. Okay. And then they let somebody else end up winning, but they said, okay, now we see who our guy or girl is. This is the person we want. And then they pull them off the show. So it, it's very similar to record companies, you know, choosing who they want to be the next pop star well, Bill, and then you feeding you with that. So, so the, that the people who are really good at the beginning of those shows, a lot of them lose. Do you believe that the entertainment industry is pulling them off the show? Well, I would say all, yes, except for the first season. Right. Right, because the first so season they didn't realize it was going to, exactly. how big it was going to be, right? The first season, exactly. Kelly Clarkson won, and she was yep. the biggest thing. You know, she's got her own TV show now. She's all over the place. You, you've you never stopped hearing Kelly Clarkson's right. name since she won Idol. Um, I mean, you can make the, go on, go on. Who came in second, Justin Guarini. <laughs> He knows where, his name. Where the hell is he? Oh, my God. Yeah. How did you know his name? Where is he? I don't know. I didn't even know his name. <laughs> oh, my God. Even Bill, Daughtry. Like a run and then Yeah, Daughtry. Off. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. That was a big one. Um, didn't some of the kids end up forming like a super group? I mean, there's well, Adam we, we Lambert. For, listen, it's 100% yeah. fact that the biggest names didn't win. Right. Like, that's 100% fact. And it's because right. American Idol owns you after you win. So it would make sense that the record companies do come in and grab them and get them out of there before they could take them. It would also make sense why the biggest star ever to come out of American Idol, Kelly Clarkson, would have to be the one that they let go, right? Because if they yes. want to have this feeding ground for the next 30 years, they need to have the model set out the gate that, look, the winner went fucking 20x viral, as Kurt would say, and was blew up and won all these awards. So now from then on, they can pluck. But because if the winner didn't blow up, the show wouldn't be that big. If you also think about American Idol, the first season, so Kelly won, uh, Guarini's nowhere. Um, (laughs) Ryan Seacrest had a partner, Ryan Dunkelman. Where is Dunkelman? (laughs) Dunkelman is nowhere to be found. This is amazing. Dunkelman made a bad career choice. Uh, decided to hold out for more. And then more. Seacrest becomes the biggest thing in the world. Ryan's, next thing you know, Ryan Seacrest is the biggest thing in the world. There's stories see. like that fucking everywhere. Yeah. Just like Bill and Ted. Who would have thought that Keanu Reeves, out of the two of them, 
would have ended up going on to be Neo in the Matrix. Right, exactly. And Neo was supposed to be Will Smith, who actually didn't Ooh. end up taking the position. And Morpheus was actually supposed to be someone else. Like, it's just so nuts when you do see that stuff. So, yes, back to Elon Musk as we're talking about uh, fucking American Idol. Right. So, um, so yeah, so they were plucked out. What I want to do here real quick, Bill's only got 10 minutes. So I want to get to the Bill part and then we'll circle back to the conspiracy side and stuff like that. So basically, Elon Musk backstory, shit ton of money, hundreds of billions of dollars, monstrous dude, richest man in the world, powerful man who is, uh, listen, a lot of people say he's bad. He's the Antichrist. You can make that argument 100%. You know, if you read the fucking you know, Bible about the Antichrist, the Antichrist is going to come and everyone's going to love him. He's going to fool everyone and destroy him, right? Uh, you can make this, this on the last show. You can make the argument that he's the savior, not Jesus, but he's or the Messiah or anything, but he's good and he's, and he's trying for free speech and he really just wants to connect us all and advance our future. You can make the argument that I make that sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad, but the bottom line is he's an agent of chaos. He just likes chaos. Life is a game. He's the guy who put forth the statement that there's a high probability that we're all living in a simulation right now, that none of this is real. Everything is predetermined, and this is a video game that we're living in. The smartest, richest man in the world said this. So, therefore, I'm going to listen to it. So, he, you could talk about the Warren Varner Braun Braun, who was a NASA, the guy who basically created NASA, who on his fucking tombstone, Bill, you know how we talk about space being fake and gay, on Varner Von Braun's tombstone says... Palms 19.1 from the Bible or Psalms, however you pronounce it. And uh, the Psalms verse from the Bible is the one verse in the Bible that speaks about there being a dome over the earth. Uh, in biblical cosmology, the firmament, which is mentioned in this statement, is the vast solid dome created by God on the second day of creation of the world to divide the primal sea into upper and lower portions so that dry land could appear. So like that's literally people want to get biblical should believe that we're in a dome. And that's why a lot of people say the sky is blue because it's ocean and there is no space. There is no moon. It's all fake. It's all Star Wars. Uh, Bill, I know you don't believe that shit. Or but, that we that we've never left the firmament. And that's the other thing. Yeah. Didn't Bezos just go to space? Wasn't it Bezos? No, he pretended to. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was basically just like a big uh roller coaster I, we're gonna anyway. definitely come right back to this because i'm not done yeah. with this part yet but i want to get bill's right. twitter take and then come back because he's got to go in five minutes so so basically elon musk buys twitter now okay he comes in buys twitter bill doesn't believe he bought twitter okay he doesn't believe it's done bill challenged elon musk on the last podcast to tell him he was not selling his shares and elon was gonna have to mow down his house or offer him a ransom so, Bill, I want your conspiracy theory on why you think Eli hasn't on Twitter. And I want you to also tell me if you think you're dead and why not. So this is your five minutes. Go get it. So Elon Musk has $13 billion liquid, right? Mm -hmm. Right. He needs to pay $44 billion. Right. As of right now, the deal is not done. No money has exchanged hands. And um, Tesla took a big drop, I believe, today. Mm -hmm. Elon lost about $40 billion worth of his stock today. That's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. um, he is going to pay everybody, he says, $54.20 a share, um, which is a little crazy. Uh, what? 
What happens if the Twitter goes down to like 44? I mean, listen, when that gets executed, that gets executed at, you know, $49. It's 49.68 right now. It got up to 52 yesterday. Right. None of this money means anything. Listen, basically what, basically what they're telling you, right. Is that you own stock in a company, right? You could buy stock, you could trade stock, but technically you don't own it. You never own the stock. You never do. I, I've been telling you that you never own anything. You don't own your house either. It's actually you don't own anything in this world. It's actually bullshit that I own a stock that I can't make any fucking decisions in. Not a single stock you own do you own. I mean, you don't own anything in this world. If circumstances, same thing with your house. If we listen, get into an extreme circumstance, they can take over your house. Listen, I understand how it works. So it's like government. We are, right. we elect a government official i.e. The, the governor, the mayor, the fucking congressman, the, the president, we elect them to make decisions for us. To protect us, right? Yeah. Which we so, don't believe. So we elect so board members are on Twitter that they have they have voting and we can vote them in if anybody ever reads the packet that you get. Right. When you get them you can vote on different things that go on in the board and you can vote on board. You could show up at shareholder meetings. You can do all that. Exactly. But you putting your trust in those board members, but which I don't understand is how could, how could they just take your stock away from you that you owned and they do. And you basically have no fucking say. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't like it. Um, I'm a little pissed at it and I don't, Listen, you're, Elon Musk is the richest man in the world, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the money right now to buy that Twitter. He has to sell Tesla, Tommy. He has to sell something. And right now, with him losing all that money today, all that money yesterday, is this deal going to be really worth it for him in the end? So, so. I don't think that this goes through. You're saying it doesn't go through. I'm saying it's already done. I'm saying part of the reason that fucking Tesla stock is crashing is because every one of Elon's best friends who he said he's secured to bring in, it's not going to be just him. He's going to own Twitter, but he has other investors who are getting involved. He owns Uh, 17% stake in Tesla. Right. right. But I mean, everyone who's close to Elon owns a shit ton of Tesla too, correct? Correct. So if those people needed to liquidate and sell their Tesla, wouldn't that make sense? Why Tesla lost fucking 10% of its value today? I mean, yeah. If a lot of the big guys are selling their Tesla to liquidate to get uh, him in. The other thing is the Dow lost 800 points today, right? So that's that's another factor that we got to put in. Uh, the other thing is that Tesla just goes up and down. It's not a normal stock. It literally, it, it's gone up tremendously since August. But really, since fucking, uh, you know, the end of last year, it's basically just been bouncing up and down so you could tell elon's doing something with it well i mean i made a lot of money on tesla so yeah, yeah no no it's gone up tremendously over time i'm saying for the last six months it's been very erratically just boing, 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 like bouncing up and down so i don't think he's gonna freak out over something like this not to mention bill you may have everyone shorting the shit out of tesla uh just to try and fuck you I, mean, I mean everybody says oh he's a, the richest guy in the world it's no oh, it's nothing to him where he gets this money from and where he pulls the money out of is going to have major repercussions on the stock market in general. And number two, on other companies that he has. And this is also affecting other investors. So if the other investors who he's friends with in Tesla, SpaceX, whatever he wants to sell, 
they're gonna have they're gonna have um a say on what he does, right? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna just say, "Oh, I'm doing this and that." They're gonna they're, no. Everybody has friends. Everybody, you can be the richest person in the world. You answer to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's there, whether it's his friend or his confidant, somebody he trusts is giving him information. He gives them information. It's like a little group, whether you want to call it the faction or whatever. He's not the top supreme being. He can't just do whatever the hell he wants. And like I said, I don't think that this goes through. I mean, I think that's insane. Um, you, you're not making bad points, honestly. Um, it is interesting, the 800-point drop on the Dow Jones, because we know that BlackRock and Vanguard and all these companies don't want him to win. So that may be a move of theirs to actually tank the market for a week so that you put him in this. I, I actually didn't even think of that. I still I mean, am- Nobody knows where he's going to get that other 20-something million of, of funding. Billion, billion, billion. Tw- yeah, uh, I keep saying million. 20-something yeah. billion of funding. No, he now, does. Whether we he do. decides to get a business partner, which could change everything for well, you. Well, he said he's doing that. He said he's raising other money. Okay, so now, he's are, definitely doing who that. Who are those people going to be? Uh, fucking shadow government, fucking Israeli. And that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing that's happened at every level of his life. When right. he first got into it, there was, where's he going to get the money to start this? Uh, he had this like kind of like MapQuest kind of company. Where's he going to get the funding for that? Where's he going to get the funding to merge with this company and create pay- PayPal? Okay. Now that he's bought out with PayPal, where's he going to get all this money for test? I mean, it's the same process over and over and over again. Yeah. He always gets the money. He always takes control. And this is bigger, which we'll get into in a minute. This is big. The reason why I say you're wrong, Bill, is because it's done. It's already been finished. It's already been sent out to the board. It's it's done. It, listen, if the last thing that needs to be done is the richest man in the world come up with enough money, it's done. Bobby, right? so right now you're telling me Bobby could go and take all of his video game money and buy Tesla at or buy Twitter at forty forty eight ninety right now. I don't now, know this part. I don't right know right now after hours. I don't know because I did and it already. Get fifty four twenty for it. I don't know. I, and listen, I know I'm the stock market guy. I know I'm the Wall Street guy. I actually haven't dug into it. I, this is something that I'm I watched, not. I watched a lot of shows yesterday on it. I was watching CNN. The reason people are saying not to do it is something that this could drop down to even further down, Tommy, in the next couple weeks, and then he could pull out. Right, that's the thing. I don't think you have enough upside to do it. I sprinkled on it. I don't care if it fucking goes against me. I could give a shit less. But I think nothing is done until it's officially done. Until the logo's changed and Elon Musk is fucking, nothing's done. You heard today today on the thing we were listening. It could take six months. Yeah, no, that was the Twitter CEO. I mean, a lot of stuff could happen. But I I do agree with you though, Bill. I will tell you this. I'm off off 100%. Okay, you've changed me to 99. I'm still 99, but I have to put the 1% in there. So you did did your job. You got to get off someone's, the biggest thing to do is get someone off zero or 100. That's the hardest part. So I'm at 99. So I do think it's possible. Uh, the drop in Tesla today, I actually didn't even notice because we've been so busy all day. I didn't even That's see that. 12%. So that, that is 12% is a junk. The Dow's down a thousand. And what this makes me think is are is BlackRock and Morgan Stanley gonna tank the market for a week to get this down, to get the whole market to crash to try and scare them? So so yeah, I'm at 99, Bill. Uh, you, you moved me there. So good job on that. It's down sure. even further, it's down more after hours today. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know if that matters because his his Tesla 
is his long term. He knows he's going to get to Mars, and that's what he's holding it I mean, for. One hundred and twenty-six so billion. Bill, billion. the other thing, Bill, lost, the other thing is was lost today on Tesla. Bill, Elon lost forty billion. So no, you're it, telling me a guy whose net worth is whatever it is, he just lost forty billion on Tesla, and he's going to buy Twitter for forty-four billion. Come if on. he's he's the smartest guy in the world, he knows it's going to come back up. He knows this is manipulation, and it may have dropped because of him. Bill, think about this. It, what about this yeah, side? Yeah. I know you're going to go right now, but think about this side of it. What if he already pulled stuff out? Because you know his shares aren't all his shares; they're under other people's names. What if he's tanking Tesla right now? To fucking get all the money out, because he's obviously, if he pulls money out of Tesla or liquidate stock, he's going to tank it so that he could take that money, go put it in the Twitter, go put the money up, and then go buy Tesla at $600 again and catch it all the way up. That's what I used to do on a much smaller scale, scale with much smaller stocks. He could be manipulating Tesla down to buy it back cheaper so that he doesn't miss the move up. There's a lot of angles here, but this is a good, good, good conversation for sure. Uh, you got to get on your show, Bill. Uh, you could. We got a few because they're doing it. The well, let me. All right. Well, let me ask you this, Bill. So, if there's one person, one person on Twitter that has more power than Elon Musk to change the markets, we've already seen what an Elon Musk tweet can do: manipulating Bitcoin, Dogecoin. He was under SEC investigation for all that. I can't think of a single person that you would want owning Twitter. And also, by the way, changing from cash to cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. right? The ability to manipulate markets. There's not a single person on this planet. No one even close to him. Not even close that you he, wouldn't want at the helm than than Elon Musk. If you're on the if you're on the the dark side of this game. Listen, That's why I look at the drop in the stock market, Bill, and I see the drop in the drop in Tesla isn't a big deal. Uh, yes, it's twelve percent. It's fucking huge. No, listen, listen. Listen, he controls that stock with his mouth. So, I mean, I'm not worried about Elon Musk is looking at Tesla as a 40 year investment. He doesn't give a shit about this because right. if he wants, he could just take money out of it. He could drive Tesla down to 320 if he All wants. Right. You're not you're not understanding what I'm saying is that, yes, he may not. But you're 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 putting Elon up there like he's number one. He's I think number he, one. you he out of one. everyone in the he world. You out of everyone should know that there is never a number one. So you mean the factions there's doing this, right? That's, what I, that's my one percent for yeah, you. There's not one. That person. the faction is behind this. To BlackRock, who is the the number one as far as I know, BlackRock is out there to to, to jump to your side of the aisle. BlackRock's tanking Tesla and the market right now as a last ditch hail mary to keep Elon out. There's That's not, what you're saying, right? There's not one person at the top is what I'm no, saying. No, no, yeah. Elon a, does not make all the decisions by no, himself. No, no, no. And whether he's at – when he decided to buy Twitter, you know he went to a group of people and said, right. hey, guys, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Yep, and probably, they, a year, probably two years ago. Yep, and they all had to approve it and say, mm -hmm. yes, okay, yes, 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 as long as listen this. But then there's guys who don't have as much money as Elon but might have more connections or more power than Elon, right? There's so someone. those people today, Tommy, just lost billions of dollars. That's not nothing to be. That's nothing to shake your head. Yeah, about. no, hundred percent, dude. This is a dude. An eight hundred point drop in the Dow is a is an enormous lead the headlines in the newspapers tomorrow day. 
$126 billion lost on Tesla today is not anything to shake your right. head out. Yeah. Now those people right. are going back to Elon and say, hey, bud, uh, listen, we did this. All right, you're, you're buying Twitter. I just lost fucking yeah, no, that's dollars. Okay, how about this, this Bill? This plan isn't working. In 2018, he tweeted this. I'm considering taking Tesla private at 420, funding secured. And he was under investigation because it said that uh, the, the stock rose so much during that same period that he has the ability to affect the direction of his own stock. And that's why he was under investigation. Could he not do that again? He could, but I think now that he's so that he's the richest man in the world and his wealth has gone up so much. And if you guys believe that there's people who run the world that, that, you know, you do too, the faction. That's that's what I'm saying. If you're believing and you're telling me you believe that, then you know that Elon can't make decisions just by himself. And there's people, regardless of what happens in the world, nobody, especially those people, nobody likes to lose money. Right. Nobody. And even if you tell them it'll be fine in the end, we'll make out of it. I'll do a tweet. I'll do this. We'll get it back. $126 billion in one day is not going to make anyone happy. Yeah, and it's not a coincidence that it's happening today. Often up day in the market. But, you know, again, it's the ebbs and flows of the market. Uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think you're right on this at all. I think it's already done. It's already over. Money is not a concern. The market is not a concern for Elon, in my opinion. But I'm going to give you 1%. So you're going to walk out of here at 1%. All right. Listen, I mean, we'll see, won't we? We will. We will. And if, dude, you, you will become the king conspiracy theorist if you nail this on record. So uh, I'm not rooting for you. I'm rooting for Elon. There's so (laughs) many, there are so many question marks. There are so many, there's so much. There's a lot. Yeah. Unsolved. Like what's like, how is this company going to go? People are already like saying like, who's going to get paid? Uh, Dorsey's set to make $978 million, and then the next person $12 million, and then so on from there. Um, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, I right now, I think this is a lot more complicated than we ever thought. Nothing on this magnitude has ever been done before. Nothing. I agree. Yeah, no I no agree. company has ever been sold like this before. No company's ever – I mean, basically what this is – is a fucking hostile takeover, correct? That's what he's, he's done, done it twice company. before. Yeah. He's done it before. That's what I'm saying. Like it, this it's is happened. the most. That's why I think it's going to happen. Bob, this time. But Bob, nothing this big. Yeah. It's, no, nothing. No, thing, actually, though. yes, NASA, but nothing this public. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think this public is, story. This is the more public thing because this is a hot button public topic. Usually, when Elon does this shit. He does it with shit that no one even understands. Electric cars? Yeah, okay. A, a monetary PayPal? What the fuck is that? Yeah, okay. Fucking no one cares. NASA space? Don't care. Like, this is like, wait, the thing that kicked Trump off? Like, you know, that. so it's it's exasperated. But he knows what he's doing. He's done this before. This is fucking done, Bill. Listen, I think you're, I think you're, uh, I think you're blinded. I think you're blinded by... The blue check mark. I think the blue check mark has you blinded. <laughs> and you know, I I kind of agree with that. I, mean, I it may not. But it, I, yeah, uh, there's a bias. Bobby, I'll talk I bet about that you. I bet you. Tommy spoke to the creepy creepos all day the other day. The ones that are still talking to him. 
Yeah. He's going like I see him on Truth Social now. He's going nuts on those people. He's going nuts. <laughs> I'm like yeah. people on Truth Social. I mean, in the end, Tommy's gonna be left all by himself with no. T- <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Remember <laughs> when uh, Truth? He's not gonna be able to get on Twitter. He's gonna have nothing. Kurt said we were on a on a Trump pendulum. Tommy's on uh, uh, a uh, Elon Musk pendulum, I'm on a right? Musk so, pendulum. That's all I care. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's what you. So instead of like you know like back, we were all saying build that wall, lock her up. You know, uh, Tommy's like blue check mark, and he's so blinded <laughs> by the fucking blue check mark that he's not seeing what's really going on. The wall never happened. They, you know, Hillary was never locked up, and you're not getting your blue check mark back. <laughs> all right, Bill, get out of here. Go do your show. All right, boys. All right. Later. All right. Thanks, Bill. Later. Uh, what? Is that exit? Let's go! There we go. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Don't close your thing. Don't close your, yeah. your I, window. I got it. I got it. All right. Good. Get out of here. All right. So, Bobby. That's a really good take, man. It I is mean, a really somebody good take. somebody that, that has, you know, actual investment. Well, no. Bill doesn't have this. investments. Bill owns 7-Elevens. Bill has fucking $3 million in his account. He owns $600,000 worth of Twitter you know, right. he's not an idiot. I, I I worked on Wall Street. I taught Bill a lot about like the charting and the day trading aspects of it. But Bill's been a big time investor for a while. He's he watches CNBC every morning. He reads the fucking Wall Street Journal like a ninety year old man, um, or at least he probably did. You know, and, but, and no, he knows his shit. the money. So you know, that's a that's a big deal that that Tesla lost that much and that much came out of Elon's pocketbook. But then once again, you know, when you're controlling the mo- the the key information highway of the entire world you know and one tweet can manipulate a market whether it's dogecoin bitcoin or his own stock i mean that that's that commands a lot of power and that's why i listen i studied this shit for i went to school i double majored at fucking villanova and finance and economics i had fucking uh i had fucking worked on wall street i was a day trader i worked at prop shops i taught i opened up a trading school i worked for the largest trading school in the world i've been living in wall street my whole life right and i've been a conspiracy theorist since 2001 mm-hmm. heavy heavy and most of that came from 9-11 and the stock market which both coincided i graduated college right around that time and that's when I got my first Wall Street job. That's when 9-11 happened. That's when I started to look in and start to train under very powerful, rich, wealthy Wall Street people who taught me, Tommy, nothing is anything in the stock market. The stock market is controlled by fear and greed. Nothing has any value. None of this is real. Earnings reports are bullshit. Everyone knows what's happening before it happens. Goldman Sachs can move a stock. And they taught me all this shit. That the whole stock market is fake. And that's when I got heavy into conspiracies. Not from a plane crashing into a building, from fucking learning how the market works and learning how to make millions off it by studying what the Black Rocks, the Goldmans, the the uh, uh, J.P. Morgans, what they're doing, and then training them and going the opposite of the news because that's mm-hmm. what we used to do. We used to go the opposite of Jim Cramer on CNBC. I had a whole. I used strategy. to think to myself, if everybody invested what Jim Cramer says to invest, wouldn't we all be rich? Dude, like it didn't make no a, sense. I built a curriculum, Bob. I can play you the video of Jim Cramer himself before he got on CNBC when he used to have a site called TheStreet.com, which was paid mm-hmm. memberships. It was leaked video of him, which I had that you can't find on the internet. I still have it. I still have possession of it of him on the street.com 
saying all the things I'm telling you right now. When you mm -hmm. see them upgrade a company, they're really doing this. When you say them do that, here's how you used to do this. Here's how we did it when I did this. And it's the most incriminating thing you've ever seen. Basically telling everyone to short my stocks on my show. So Jim Cramer told everyone to buy Netflix in January. There's a hmm. shoot, go, there's a meme about it right now. All in Netflix in January. So I learned all this, and that's what made me understand that finance, because I didn't watch the news, financial media is bullshit and to manipulate us because back then, Bobby, we had this thing called a level two screen when you used to day trade. Now there's much more advanced things, but everything's way more hidden too. And you could see, we used to call it Goldie, Goldman Sachs. You would find out who the hammer in the stock is. And the hammer is the company that controls it the most. So Goldie was the hammer in most of these stocks that you were looking for. And you would go to the stock and you could see on this brand new screen, which was new technology in the early 2000s, Goldman Sachs buying and selling on both sides. You yeah. could see them. So you could see Goldie had a bid at 34.10 to buy and they had a bid at 34.20 to sell. So you knew by looking at the screen, they're buying here and selling there. So you jump in at 34.11 on the way down and 34.19 on the way up. And that's when I became a day trader. And now they... Then Goldman Sachs realized people were following it. Goldman Sachs. Yeah, and then it became impossible to day trade, right? right? You can get in trouble with a lot of these. Well, no, you can't get in trouble for that. What happened was Goldman Sachs was losing their edge because the technology became available to people like me at a young age and everyone else at the prop trading firms that I worked at, where we now had leverage and had millions and millions of dollars where we could then go in and front run them because we could see them. So we were moving the prices. So if they had an order set up, it was all electronic algorithms. If they had an order set up at 34.10 and the stock's coming down and they're going to buy it at 34.10, we would all jump the stock at 34.11 because we this didn't- This is like straight out of the Trading Places movie. Yeah, we so. didn't have to fucking declare where they did. Yeah. So we could jump in dark and jump it, and then it never gets to 34.10 because we pushed it back up knowing yeah. their order's at 34.20. So uh, that's a whole nother- the whole nother business model. That's why I think that Reddit slash Wall Street thing was so big is because it was like a new way to find an edge. And then you saw what happened with Robin Hood and the influence that, uh, you know, like was affecting trade, you know, because uh, there was like a money I made on that. No, I did it live on the discord. I made seven hundred twenty eight thousand dollars on the discord of fucking GameStop. And I didn't oh, touch GameStop? it, touch yeah. it until it started to drop. I missed right. the whole move up. Right. And I said, dude. Let it go. You guys can play with this all you want, you fucking weirdos. And is it yeah. going to go up and down? The second I know that the fucking bottom's about to fall out, that's when I'm coming in. I'm making one trade and I'm skull fucking it. And Bill Rupp can tell you, he watched me double my retirement account in 2020 off three trades. You watched yeah. me do it during the election, right? When I was making money off uh, Trump in front of the whole discord. So I'm always a contrarian. I don't want to play in the muddy water. And that's how Elon is. He controls it. He's Goldie. He's the hammer. But he's not the hammer in a specific stock. He's the hammer on the world markets. He controls. I think he's your Trump, dude. I think he's your Trump. No, I don't. Not a dude. I'm not an Elon Musk fan. Yeah, I like what he's doing right now. But like mm -hmm. I said on the last podcast, I don't trust Elon Musk. Are you fucking nuts? I don't trust anyone, let alone Elon Musk. I think he's an agent of chaos. But guess what? Right now, everything sucks. So anything, door number three, Elon's door number three to me.
Do you want the fucking door number one, which is a jet ski? Door number two, which is a fucking chess table? Or door number three, which could be a donkey or a boat? What are you taking? Yeah, and I made the analogy of, you know, which van do you want to get in? You know, yeah. the one where you're going to get anally probed or the one where they're going to turn you into like a robot. And, and it's the same thing where I said I'd run over the dude I hit with the car. If I'm going in, I'm going all in. <laughs> so if I think Twitter's fucked and, it's, and CNN is fucked and the media is fucked and social media is fucked and we're done unless something changes. We thought it was Trump. Now he's gone. He doesn't even tweet on his own app. Now you can't even fucking hear from him anymore unless you pay to go to a rally. Like th- all that stuff is gone. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Inject Elon. Fuck it. Let's try it. The fuck? What the fuck we got to lose? You're going to die in three months from cancer. And I got this weird treatment that you eat acid for six straight days and you're going to fucking survive. You're not going to eat acid. <laughs> let me ask you. Yes, I would. Give it a uh, shot. Let me. Let me ask you this. What's more cringeworthy, the leftists that don't know what to do because they think that, you know, uh, they don't know what to do when Twitter's not owned by like a tyrannical board of fucking, you know, bots that are censoring. You know, they're afraid of free speech, basically. So they're all getting off Twitter. Is that more cringe or the the right that thinks Elon Musk is the new savior and ambassador of of free speech and is going to, you know, save everybody from you know basically the new trump i mean honestly i would say that uh the big thing right now is the right is worse than the left yeah because the left is kind of i think the more annoying of the two is a pendulum that goes towards the more depressed one ends up being more normal right the more excited one ends up being more retarded (laughs) <laughs> and right now the right is so excited that the, everything's happening that is not i mean fucking they i mean thought to watch all the these people document. that said that they yeah like all these people that said they're getting off twitter you know they, like not going anywhere are you coming back like are you coming back are. to twitter you know it's trump the other- just said he's not gonna tweet <sighs> yes this is it's insane it's like, stupid like this is why i become the heel on truth social because guys truth social's parlor it's done I sold my DWAC two weeks ago. I'm shorting it. Truth Social's over. Like, that's done. Say goodbye to Truth Social. It's parlor. It's done. And, and everyone that's what's on funny. Gone. Dan, Dan Bongino was, was on Twitter yesterday making fun of all the leftists that say that they're going to leave uh, Twitter if, if fucking Elon Musk takes over. When he did the exact same thing when Trump got deleted and formed parlor. Yeah. And, and he failed. Everyone fails. Yeah. Like, Dude, here's here's what I wrote on about this. And this is where people need to understand. Truth Social's gone, guys. It's over. You may still be there, but there's a reason Trump hasn't put any money into this fucking thing in the last month and a half and hasn't tweeted on it. Because he fucking probably got wind of the Elon Musk thing because he's very powerful and connected. So he knew this was going on. Trump will 100% be back on Twitter. 100%. Everyone's like, well, Truth Social right now, Bob. You know what the whole fucking timeline is? Oh, Trump said he's coming back to Twitter. He's not going to use Twitter because he loves Truth Social. He loves Truth Social. He hasn't even sent a message. Man, that's and, like that's like that girl that's never called you back and you think that they're going to call you back. Because they say it because they want to keep you there in case they break up with the guy they really like. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and here's the thing. Do you know what DWAC stock is at? What did $40 it Forty dollars a share, bro. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what it was in March? Ninety nine. Right. This stock is down 60% since March. 
Mm. And Trump came out and said, I'm not going to Twitter. Why, guys? Because he needs to fucking find a way to save this sinking, disgusting, failing joke of a fucking app. That it seems like nobody believes it. And, seems like and, nobody believes it. But but Bobby, here's the funny thing. I posted a screenshot of DWAC showing, mm-hmm. guys, he's 100 here, I'll read it. Uh, if you really believe the statement that I have to say, you're completely lost and unsavable that Trump is coming back to Twitter. Now, let me teach you something about business. DWAC would go to nothing if Trump announced he was going to be back on Twitter. Nothing. Right. It's already down 60%. It would go to nothing. It was a penny stock before Trump. The stock is crashing. And he needs to save it. He will wait it out a bit. But once he could separate from his financial responsibilities at Truth, he will 100% be back on Twitter. Sincerely, the guy you hate because he actually uses his fucking brain. <laughs> and then I posted a picture of DWAC stock collapsing. Now, Bob, this is so simple. You want to know the funniest part? Why I hate the right more than the left? Just last week, these fucking dummies. And I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to be shitting on you, but you're getting dumber by the day. You don't fucking think anymore. You just fucking follow. You just wake up and go, who are we following today? And then you change your opinion three days later. Think. Use your fucking brain. Just a week ago, Bob, and then I want your take on this because I've talked a lot. Just a week ago, they were talking about Netflix. We killed Netflix. Look at their stock. (laughs) And they were all, they don't know fucking the first thing about stocks. They were all posting stock charts. And now when I post the DWAC stock chart, they tell me to ignore it. Yeah. It, that, that's the definition of confirmation bias. When the when the when the evidence, the financial evidence, the follow the money that everybody goes by is staring them in the fucking face, and, and they choose to ignore it. And they choose, and to that's ignore what. It. And I use the analogy with you about coaching a team, right? So the reason why I'm more, you know, it's kind of like a parent saying, "I'm disappointed in you." That's the worst thing you can say. I'm more disappointed in the right because, like, if you're a coach of a basketball team. The 11th guy on the team sucks, and you know he fucking sucks. And you know if we put him in the game, he's going to be shitty. That's what the left is. He, 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 he's the fucking bench warmer, and you know he's the bench warmer. But the right, that's that kid that could be the fucking best player on the team if they wanted to, but they choose to play selfishly and won't play as a team and won't listen to the fucking coach and keep making dumb plays. That's what the right's doing. They're turning the ball over, man. And it's like, and it's starting to really fucking piss me off as I watch it. And it, it's like, Dude, how can you possibly ignore the information that's right in front of you? How can you possibly look at Elon Musk and think he's going to save you? Like, how many times are we going to fall for this fucking shit? You know, like, granted, yes, if we had two options, I will take the Elon Musk option any day. But, I mean, really, just look at the history, man. Like, and then think for yourself. Don't say, hey, guys, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to steer the ship. No, what do you have to do as a fucking individual? And stop with this hive mind fucking bullshit that killed the left. You know, it's the same thing that's killing the right. Yeah, it's 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 worse, Bob. It's way worse. It's way worse. And me and you talk about it all the time. And everyone thinks me and you are angry now. Right. Like if you go back a a year and a half when we started, you know, we started No Mercy in 2019. But when everyone really blew us up through COVID and all that, when all that, um, they thought we were like fun and like I was the edgy, funny guy and you were, you know, the sweetheart, adorable guy. And now we're just mean. Now you just you, you're not even part of the movement anymore. You're right. You're right. Because you guys suck now. Like, <laughs> like, don't you feel like they turned us into this? 
I see. Here's the thing. I don't even know what they were even talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. like you've what, to, you've which, just completely cut day. them off. Yeah, I don't even know which day. Like like I'm on the no mercy movement. You know, I'm on the me movement. I'm on the you know, I don't even know. I, I hate groups. And the more, you know, it's the same. Yeah, it's the greatest quote I ever heard in rock and roll. And I and I use the po- the I use the analogy of punk rock. It used to be the antithesis of of disco. It was the you know, it was the the anti disco, free thinking, free spirited, anti music. Uh-huh. Great greatest movie of all time. And then it became fashion, and then it deteriorated. And the quote is. Punk's not dead. It just deserves to die when it becomes <laughs> a, when it becomes another stale cartoon. Yeah. And what it means is this movement deserves to die the moment it becomes <laughs> fucking stale. I remember that quote. Where is that quote yeah. from? Like, a, did they quote that in movies or books or something? Because I've been, heard. I mean, I it's a dead Kennedy's quote, but people have used that quote I've a seen lot. Seen that on a shirt or something, or that's meme what it is, man. Yeah. It's not dead, but it deserves to fucking die. What they have turned it into. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Honestly, they deserved this movement deserves to be killed for what these people have done to it. And we ranted a little bit on the last time. And it's just it's too much, bro. It's it's gone from like we've all made mistakes, guys. In 2020, I mean, the whole world flipped upside down. Right. Like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know, find someone alive on this planet who went through a four month lockdown, you know, like, like no one, no one knew what the fuck was going on. We were pretty goddamn right about all of it. Uh, The one Mm -hmm. thing we got wrong was Trump winning, you know, and we still stand by the fact that that election was rigged and fixed and they fucking stole it from him. But at that moment, the fact that they were capable of stealing it from him is the part where you should have been abandoning the plan. Right. And this ties to Elon Musk right now, because you can't just Correct. say, oh, there's another plan that means we need to let them to because then Biden wasn't in the White House and then there was military surrounding the White House and then it was a fake oh. set. And it's like you can't just at some point you got to fucking take an L. And they were and I'm OK to with that. Uh, here's 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 what I will say. I'm OK with saying this presidency is fake, but not for the reasons they thought. They right. thought that like Trump was really in charge. You just got to make don't. you got to take an L. You can still be yeah. on the train like me. and you Right. Are. Right. We're right, still right. on the train, but we took an L on the Trump winning thing. But we're still yes. on you know, the train of, hey, we still fucking hate the libs. We still want this to happen. We still want free speech. Yeah. But, we, you know, we got to take an L. You got to at least take an L and say, OK, well, the Q stuff, the way we interpret Instead of take, because when Q, this is the beauty of why it would be the ultimate psyop, because it's so vague that it allows the the insecure non-thinker, the follower, to literally believe consistently that Q wasn't wrong. They just interpreted it wrong. Yeah. And I hate anything left for interpretation. Because that you shouldn't blind follow an, an interpretation because you could interpret it improperly and lose your fucking life. So these people have just gotten so pot committed because you get to a point where you're just pot committed. That's why the poker term exists, right? Like you're you're in too deep. I, you, you have know, nowhere it's to funny go. You but said that. It's so funny you said that because I never believe in being pot committed. You can always fucking get right. out. You can't say I'm going to call an extra twenty thousand because I already put fifty thousand. Why you stood that's twenty thousand fucking dollars. Yeah. Like just take the fuck the term pot committed is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Really is. I mean, I'm sitting here with fucking is Sean King back on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, there's no way he's leaving Twitter. I just want to bet. No, he did. No, no, I'm saying is there's no way he's gonna Yeah, I said he'll be back, he'll be back in a month. 
Yeah, but uh, okay. Look, this yeah, is Sean no King's different back on Twitter. than <laughs> he lasted a no, day. Exactly, he left Twitter for a day. day. <laughs> but hold on, it's go on what you're going to say with no different because I'm writing down what I'm going to no, say. No, I'm saying it's no different. This is the same trust the plan. This is the same Patriots are in control. Now we're saying Elon in control. Like, okay. are we just going to, you know, let sit back and let this happen, thinking he's going to free everybody? How many times no, do we talk about no. Trump? How many times do we talk about Trump freeing up speech? How many times do we talk about that Donald Trump's going to free up Twitter? And while, while you know, no mercy is getting kicked off of, of Spotify and, you know, people are getting shadow banned and losing their fucking careers in this in this uh, industry right. left and right, their ability to maintain. And now we're saying Elon Musk is going to do that. I just I don't want to sit back and wait for that shit. Right. I agree. So so that's where we got to get to now. OK, before we do that, I'm going to give you an example as someone in the middle, someone who's regular, Bill Rupp. Right. And this is why I say the right has become the left, not the, all the right, but the hardcore extreme, which is I mean, Jesus. We used to laugh at even even Q people didn't call themselves Republicans. Now they right. are, whether they want to say it or not. Um, when I tell you, Bobby, you didn't know either of these pieces of information. This is honest truth. You didn't know either of these pieces of information. When I tell you, Bobby, Sean King deleted his Twitter and said he's not coming back if Elon Musk is here. What do you think the odds of him coming back are? 100%. If I tell you, cloud, Bobby, if I tell you, Bobby, Donald Trump said he's not coming back to Twitter. If Elon Musk deletes <laughs> his account, it does even put reinstates him. What do you think the odds Trump comes back to Twitter are? A hundred percent. Right. And any rational free thinking person, and you're still a Trump guy, any rat, yeah. but you're a free thinking person. Any rational free thinking person knows Sean King will be back on Twitter and Donald Trump will be back on Twitter. If you don't, if you say a hundred percent for one and not, you have to say a hundred percent for the other. Right. Yeah. The so, percentages the, have to align. But when they're, you they're, they, start you know? thinking the truth, social people, when you start believing Trump's not going to Twitter, he just said he's not going to Twitter. Now you're unsavable. Mm -hmm. That's literally the you know how uh, you talked. We talked about uh, Eddie Bravo, you know, this tall to ride Tower 7. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tower 7. If you know about Tower like, 7. We're not dovetailing anymore. Um, it's, but there, Eddie Bravo had a line that when he talks to someone about conspiracy theories, you know how you have to be this tall to ride a ride tower seven is the height. So if you know about yep. tower seven, we could sit down and smoke and fucking talk some shit. If you don't know what tower seven is and you think two towers dropped on nine 11, then we can't even have a conversation. I mean, and he, that's the ultimate lit litmus test. And I feel like in this situation is, uh, you know, is Trump coming? Yeah, back bro. I'm not even kidding. That's the new this tall to ride. When I talk to someone, I'm going to ask that every, I swear to God, I'm going to start doing this. Whenever anyone debates me, I was going to go, is Trump coming back to Twitter? If they say no, bro, we can't even talk. Like you're so far gone that we can't even talk, which is going to end up every liberal is going to say yes, right? And half the Republicans are going to say no. So like, I'm actually going to have to talk to more liberals because they're that far fucking gone. They're that fucking stupid. They're that gone. They've been brainwashed on the other side. Back to Elon Musk. Um, yeah. So, so let's assume. Let's I do. Hey, let's say this real quick about Elon. I, I forgot to mention this because this goes back to my whole theory of space being fake. One of the things he did when he took over Tesla was he shot one of those roadsters, that car, into space, mm -hmm. supposedly. Right. And so they showed the video and there's this video of him watching it. The car supposedly in space, this Tesla that he shot in space. And he's quoted. He says this. He goes. 
you can tell this is real because it looks so fake, honestly. Wow. Like, he literally says the video that he's watching, and he's laughing at it. Like, like how the fuck you guys think this is real is what it sounds like he's saying during this whole process. So, like, everything goes back to Hitler, and everything <laughs> goes back to space being fake. It does. It really all goes back to space and Nazis. <laughs> yeah. It's, it it's really amazing. does. How I many mean, times it, we end up at Hitler? I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, it's, it really all does go back to there. So... Uh, with Elon right now. So I'm going to explain why me and you are on different pages, why you All think right. I'm an Elon fanboy, even though I 100% agree with you. OK, and it, why it looks selfish instead, why, why it's just confusing. So right now we have Elon's background. Right. So that's done. We have Elon um, taking over Twitter. Let's take Bill Rupp's conspiracy, which I thought he did a good, good job with. Let's take that yeah. out and throw that out. Elon 100% bought Twitter. It's done. All right. Let's okay. put ourselves in that plane. We don't need any extra variables. So Elon bought Twitter. It's done. It's just a matter of time. Now, there's a couple things going on here. What's Elon's motivation? I don't care about yet. Save that for, you know, in a minute. But for right now, the reason why it's good is very simple for me, Bob. And I think you'll agree with this point. The reason why, and I have been the first person to say I have no fucking idea whether Elon's good or bad, I have no fucking idea what his motive is. I know he's a fucking alien. That's all I know. That's the only thing I'm certain in, that he's not one of us. But I don't know what the fuck his motivation is, nor do I fucking care. What I'm saying right now is all I do in situations like this, since since we took an L or two over the last few years with the fucking Trump and got let down by some people that you know we thought were good and on our team that ended up being pieces of shit, I don't look at who I don't follow what the person's saying. And, and I think you're going to love this. All I follow is who's getting the most mad about it. Right. So when I look at this, I go, I don't know what the fuck Elon's plan is, but I know Soros is losing his mind. Bill Gates is fucking livid. Biden's talking about changing Section 230. Hillary's mm -hmm. flipping out. Nancy Pelosi's going nuts. She looks like she's running against Elon Musk. I mean, the all the people I put in the goon squad that I know are not on my team are really motherfucking mad. CNN, fucking MSNBC, the, you know, Fox is laughing, but everyone I, mean, that's I how know we ended is up with our take on Ukraine. Yeah, that was our Ukraine <laughs> right? take, right? So I feel like yeah. it's so much easier than people are making it decoding codes on a Q post. Nowadays, it's so simple. Who's the fucking? Who's the one who's the most pissed? Are they right. on my team? I don't know who's on my team, Bob. So if it's if it's Trump that's happy about it, I don't fucking know. I don't I know I, who isn't. Though. I know who the enemy is, though. I don't know who's on my team. I don't trust one single person. I know who the enemy is. So if mm -hmm. the enemy's mad, I'm happy. If the enemy's right. happy, I'm mad. That's how I used to do it for 27 years or 22 years of doing this. That's how I used to do it. And somehow. For four months in 2020 and 2021, I got lost and went against my model. My model, who's mad? If I don't like them, good. If I do like them, bad. What do you think? That's a good model. No, I think I think that's a, an effective model. It's the, it's honestly, it's a great starting point when you're doing your research. Like with the whole Ukraine situation, we got out in front of it because of that. Yes. And, and so I was like, all right, so who you is did? Pissed? You were the first one. I got yeah. when I everybody was going after Putin, Putin, yeah. Putin, Russia, Russia, this, that and the other. I mean, dude, they were trying to cancel Russia as a country, you know, 
And so then I changed my fucking profile to Russian and Soto Popinski, and I started this whole fucking pro Russia campaign just to, just because it's like I fucking hate these people so much, and they're. And so then we start digging into Ukraine and we, you know, the shadow governments that were taken over in 2014. And, you know, you found out about, you know, Zelensky being a fucking comedian and an actor and the party that, you know, he was in this movie ended up being the actual political party that he ran under. I mean, dude, and then it's just like, dude, this is a this is a, this is fucking theater. And then the Ukraine uh, Zelensky ends up at what was it? The Grammys. Right. Like in the midst of a war, he makes an appearance at, at some Hollywood function, you know, to push ukrainian propaganda so it's like we were out in front of that because of that simple it's very simple it's not a difficult tactic it's the same as follow the money know your enemy you know if you know your enemy and you know their habits and you say okay i hate these people and they like that and just say i don't like that and start it from there that's it it's it's a simple strategy okay so what do you think of the twitter censorship people what do you mean what did you like them <laughs> Simple. It's not a true oh, question. Oh, no. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So no, here's no. a new report. Uh, yeah. I mean, God, this has to be an Indian name. Vijaya Gadi, <laughs> G-A-D-D-E, the top censorship advocate at Twitter who famously <laughs> gaslit the world on Joe Rogan's podcast and censored the Hunter Biden laptop story is very upset about the Elon Musk takeover. This just broke. Twitter's wait, top. Wait, 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 hold wait. On, hold on. Let me read the, the one? Is she a female? Vijaya Gadi. Yeah, she was on the Joe Rogan podcast when when uh, Jack came back the second time. I think she was fucking uh, uh, she was Jack's handler. Uh, yes, and she seems to be Indian. That's her. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah, keep going. Nineteen seventy four India. That's all it says. It doesn't even say it's it. just that's, India. That's all. all right. Yeah. Go so, ahead. That's um, all you need. Twitter's top lawyer reassures staff. Reassures staff. Comma cries during meeting about Musk takeover. Oh, okay. And Elon Musk wrote, suspending the Twitter accounts of a major news organization for publishing a truthful story was obviously incredibly inappropriate. So now when we talk about, like, figure out who's on your team by knowing who your enemy is, we know this bitch is the enemy, right? Like, she's the head of censorship at Twitter and a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And the staff is crying. She's crying. Everyone's crying. So right now, and this is where I said, we're on the same page. We're on separate fronts now. Right now, do you understand why I'm pro Elon Musk taking over Twitter? Oh, yeah, I do. It, it, Without the I'm selfish pro, reasons. Yeah, I'm pro Elon Musk taking over too. Right. Yeah, just now, not. Now, the fact that I get 250000 and a check mark possibly, exactly. and now you got a fucking. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, now you're fucking, right. you know, man in the stepchildren fucking tickling a sack. Right. While you give exactly. him a rim job. No, it's just, it's yeah. just that much. And that's how it should be, though, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it should be, giving <laughs> Remy's. Uh, it should be like that. Whereas these people on the fucking nut job conspiracy right wing side, they get, they believe everything that they're excited about, right? So if they want something to happen, they believe that it's happening. For me, I first need to believe that it's happening. And then I'll get excited about it. So when right. I first heard about Elon Musk a month ago, I was like, no. Like, we all heard about it. Like, it was, I was like, nah, it ain't fucking happening. I'm not even going to get it in my head. I want it to happen, but I ain't getting it in my head. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Even when Elon Musk said he's going to put, he bought 10% of Twitter, I was still like, ah, he's a fucking nut. He probably did it just to fucking show he can move the stock. And then once he fucking turned down the board seat, that was when I went, oh, wait, motherfucker, I may have Christmas coming. You know, so mm -hmm. and we all may have Christmas coming. So the thing people don't understand, too, Bob, I don't need my account back. Neither do you. 
I don't need that. I need the ability to write threads again. That's all we need. You need the ability to make videos again. Like you can't post a fucking Michelle Obama video right now. You're getting no, banned. no. I need the ability to fucking use my creativity, which got my account to reach more people and celebrities and fight. We just to go to work. Yeah. I just want we my want reach an even back. playing field. Yeah. It's just an even playing field. That's, That's really what it is. Yeah, it's an even fight. It, it reminds me of the scene in Gladiator where where uh, uh, what's the Commodus or whoever the emperor was Caesar has to stab fucking Maximus before they fight you know, at the Coliseum because he knows he's going to lose, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what they did to us is they stabbed us in the fucking kidney before the fight happened. So yeah. we're out there limping around. We're done. You know? Yeah. We have no yeah. range. And that's why everyone's like followers. Like yeah, followers do matter, bro. Yeah. Check does. marks do matter, bro. People, yeah. what do you first thing you do ever? And Bill fucks me all the time. And I love Bill to death, but I mean, he's fucking stupid with this part. He'll fucking tell me check mark doesn't matter. Check mark doesn't matter. And then he'll go, yo, I heard Kevin Durant's not playing today. You go, I don't know. He goes, the account had a check mark. Well, you just fucking told me how much it matters. You well, only believe um, things coming from a check mark. If you like Coke, are you going to buy, you know, and you see Coca-Cola or you see some off-brand Coke RC. that looks the exact fucking same, uh, you're going to buy Coke because it's a verified fucking product. Yes. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it has the brand name. It's, it's people attached don't to it. get it. It matters. And this is going to tie to must now. So yes, the check mark matters because when I tweeted something, it would pound through the fucking censors. It would pound through the fucking libtards. It would reverberate and cause effect. It wasn't for me to get more followers. I didn't care about that. As I mean, I did, but not as much. I cared about the fact that me and you did a podcast, that our podcast got so big that we attacked Chet Hanks' Illuminati tattoos, which had been up there for fucking four years, and the next day he pulled them down. Right. I, I I got off on the fact that I fucking found a Gavin Newsom pedophile finger in his header. And two days later, he had a new header. Right. You know, like we were actually affecting the people that Chrissy Teigen was tweeting by to me when I was getting banned that she she accused me and a couple other people of getting her kicked off Twitter. We were making shit happen. We weren't here just to be popular. We were here to be popular and make a fucking impact. Right now, everyone mm-hmm. just wants to be popular because they don't know how yeah, to make I think, it back. I th- They're not capable I of think it. that's the bigger problem. And, you know, it goes to the whole notion of, you know, all my friends got banned and all my enemies have fucking blue check marks. That's how it is right now, yeah. you know? And if we can even the playing field with the check marks and get some verification. That's what made me a some, weapon. My whole thing is this. You fucking bring back Alex Jones and then I will buy into right, whatever. Exactly. Start if he he's the first one that got just fucking slaughtered. Yep. You put you reinstate Alex Jones, give him his Twitter back, his social media following. Everyone wants then Trump. I will fucking Me listen. and you're the only two that want Alex Jones more than Trump. I want Alex Jones Fuck oh, is Trump way more than Trump. Way more than Trump. Yeah. Like that's what no. the difference is between fucking cause and effect. Like you want Trump cause. I'm no using it differently. When you want Trump cause you love Trump. I want Alex Jones because he's going to affect. He's going to wake the most people up. Trump can yeah. wake a lot of people up for sure. And he did. He did a great job at it. But Alex Jones can wake everybody up. Like he Dude, can give I mean, the, he's the, he's the everything. The two most downloaded Joe Rogan podcasts of all time, both involved Alex Jones. And, you know, 
like I know people are like, what does that mean? Well, I mean, you're talking tens of fucking million of people. Yeah. And not on top of that, they had to censor it on all platforms. So imagine yeah. the type of reach this guy could have, oh you know, if God. he had his account. If he had back. no shadow bans. Uh, his fo- the, yeah. the other thing about it is too, Bobby, I can't grow my account under the current conditions. The shadow nans need to be lifted or else I'm, I can't impact currently. I need to have bigger bullets and a bigger gun to fucking impact because – yeah, if I write something dope and 200 people like it, that's not impacting everything, anything. But if it gets sent out and I have a, I had a tweet, I had, a, I had threads that had fucking tens of millions of impressions, 24 million impressions. That means that information packet that was sent out crossed 24 million people's timeline. The Wayfair one mm-hmm. had 22.5, I'm looking at it right now, 22.5 million impressions. 22.5 million fucking people saw that information packet that was sent out. If I did the same thing right now, 500 people would say that 5,000 people max would see it. And it was even worse during the election. I know we've talked about this, but this is the most important thing is that they had the ability to silence even further, you know, where we were averaging 5% of 5%, meaning we were shadow banned at reaching 5% of our audience. And then they took it another, you know, a step and took five percent of that five percent so instead of getting you know a hundred likes we were getting two and yeah. five and yeah. six you know and that's happening and to everyone it's not it, we're, it we're was just weird that when the election was over my instagram started followers started flooding in yeah. the likes started flooding i was like what the here's fuck? the thing it was here's- stagnant for a month and a half there's the video that just got released yesterday from MSNBC. So this is MSNBC saying what the big threat of Elon Musk is to America. On Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, um, or you could just secretly <laughs> turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Hey, dumbass! That's called shadow banning. People, because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. You I mean, that was he being sarcastic? No, no. This is—I don't even know this guy's name, but supposedly he's one of the big anchors on MSNBC who has his own show. Dude, no, he was Bill, uh, Bill, Bobby. He's literally warning MSNBC of what Elon Musk can do, and he literally just explained what the democrats did while doing it i mean and and that's why i say that's like when the democrats slip and say like deep state yeah when biden does it all the time fucking deep state and fucking or uh, world uh, order he says all the time Um, morning joe the the woman on morning joe was worried about you know, Elon Musk controlling the spread of information. And then she was like, that's our job. Yeah. He's controlling <laughs> yeah, how people. Exactly. <laughs> that's our job is to control what you think, not oh. Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Thanks. But, um, but yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it's just funny right there that that guy, and that's why I say I'm team Elon right now, because I know who currently controls the elections, the news, the media, and the information. And I know it's the enemy. So if Ronald fucking McDonald wanted to buy a hundred percent of Twitter, I'd be all for it as long as it pissed off those people. So I am team so, Elon right now. And I think this is going to be fantastic for now. And then it's going to be bad. Hmm. So, but right now I think short term, 
let's let's go full antichrist okay and you know more about the bible and religion stuff. i elon if you're listening i do not think you're the antichrist i don't believe there is an antichrist but let's just say he's the antichrist okay the bible and all these books claim that fucking the antichrist is going to be very likable right he's going to come out and look like the savior he's going to look like he's helping everyone and then he's going to fucking destroy everything right is that correct? Is that fair? Fair. Okay. I mean, that's kind of what Elon's going through right now, right? Likeable. He can get away with saying shit no one else can. Uh, everyone's rooting for him right now. Uh, he's you know going to take us to space, going to take us to Mars, going to take us to the moon, all the stuff that everyone, yay, fucking, you know, butterfly and candy. And, you know, so it's trending that. And he has the capacity, power, and technological ability to basically destroy us all. Right. The, the, the most amazing part of this whole thing is most of the people that have the savior complex and think Elon is the Messiah, they're the same ones that are extremely religious and believe in the book of Revelation that there's going to come a time in which that, you know, that there is false messiah. Uh, an apocalypse yeah. and a false messiah. They're the ones that un have read the scripture yeah. and under and understand that. And they're the same ones saying Elon Musk is taking over, just like neglecting the fact that you know, Neuralink is a real thing, right? You know, and that his grant, you know, he has a history in his family lineage of being technocratic, meaning being technology based, right? You know, and one of the main marks of the beast is the merging of artificial intelligence and human intelligence, right? And, and, <laughs> and I mean, just, uh, who would, if you asked my mom, Ma, who would be the most likely person to merge humans with technology and create a fucking super species? She'd be like, the, the guy who does Tesla. You know, like everyone knows, like, so yeah, this, this definitely doesn't end well. Right. Dude, just listen to his, uh, listen to his appearance on, uh, Joe Rogan. He gets very cryptic about it. He said basically like his approach to artificial intelligence now is that it's like, uh, you know, he's almost taken like a wave the white flag. Like he knows it's coming, you right. know, type approach. Well, I mean, I it. feel you know, it's question coming is too. When. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I feel right now the, the problem that the movement gets into is they try to fight too many battles in this at the same time. There's a reason the term divide and conquer is a thing, right? Yeah. Because you can't have everyone laser focused on one thing or else the fucking more powerful army is going to win. In COVID in 2020, when the businesses shut down, the economics shut down and everything shut down, the one thing they didn't realize was that a bunch of Bob's Lessons and Tommy G's and Sam Tripoli's and Liz Crokin's and fucking all the fucking, you know, everyone from Jordan Sather to Inevitable E.T. and Kate Awakening and the people on the Q side to the Crystal Teenies and the Little Miss Patriots and fucking Aubrey Huff, a former baseball player, Larry Johnson, a former football player, all these powerful people and non-powerful people who became powerful people we're all going to get on the same fucking team, right? Like all right. of us, all those people I just described would never get along in a room. Right. If three did, it would be a miracle. Yet yeah. We were yeah. all on the same team going at COVID. Like yeah. that's what we were going after COVID and Biden. We were all, we had one focus. This was a fucking fake virus. This was to fucking tank the market to get Trump out. And we're going to fucking tell the world about it. And that's what we were. And then they divided us into a bunch of different factions Right. Once Trump lost, the movement fell apart. OK, now the Q people said, if you're not with Q, you're not here. The celebrities said, fuck it. I'm out of this, dude. I just, you know, like every everyone just kind of scattered in different little, little wound, little, little poles. Right. 
So right now, what I think is going on is we can't focus on too many things. We can't focus on is Elon Musk going to fucking put cords in the back of our head and turn us into fucking clones and robots and fucking. I think that's too long term. Yeah, because we're not there. Focus long term. If we do that, first of all, you can't stop Elon Musk from buying Twitter. The only we can't stop anyone from doing anything that doesn't involve guns. So all we could do is inform. We're digital soldiers. We're here to inform and do our job to inform. So right now, us talking about Elon putting cords in the back of our head is this the focusing on that is the same as the left focusing on climate change. It's too far out. Whoever's like, leave that alone. Don't worry about that. Listen, if we get to that bridge, we'll be fucking taking care of shit as long as we can bring people back and wake people back up and build our army. We need to build our army of knowledgeable people. So right now, what's the focus? Let's get back control of the media. Let's get free speech back because they're taking free speech from us. And Bob, you're the biggest free speech advocate I've ever met. That's really what you got on here for. You know, 1A is your number one focus. Like free mm-hmm. speech. We got to be able to say what we want. We got to be able to question everything. We got to be able to speak. That's the number one focus right now. And if nothing else, we're going to win that little battle. We're not going to win the war, but we're going to win that little battle where then it's on us again. So I almost feel like Elon's kind of Q-ish, Bob, in a way yeah. where don't look at him as the answer. He's not the answer. He's not, but he's going to provide us with an opportunity to empower us like Q did. Then it's our responsibility to take control back and lead the fight. And then who gives a fuck what happens to Elon after that? You know? Yeah, I, I think that, that uh, listen, it's, I think it sounds good. I think it's an optimistic way of looking it's at not it. Happen. I just, this is not, I just, I've, I've seen this movie before, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're watching a movie and but you, do you, you feel know, like a chunk of us, it'll happen, right? I mean, it'll empower I think, me and you and Kurt and Tripoli and, you know, okay, let's just, let's just cut the minutia and let's just go to the fucking real question. What over under, what's your percentage that you get your blue check mark back? 90. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm, gonna I'm at the that. other end. I say 10. Okay. So, so wanna, that's really, that's really where and we, and this is that, where that my shows bias may come in. Right. This is yeah, where the that's where we show everything. Right. Yeah. But let's finish this and then let's get to that because that's the final part here. So the uh, do, you, do you get it? And where do you stand now on Elon taking over? Are you like I want you to be able to. I spoke a lot. So I want you to. Be no, able no. To I mean, clear I think, the air I on your stance on it so people can go to the recording and, and dub it. I think I made it clear that I think that this, you know, if I had to make a choice, I think this is a fucking great move, mm-hmm. um, you know, I said my stance about Indian CEOs and, 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 and you <laughs> know, a lot realistically of right now we're getting Jawabi out. We're getting fucking. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it, the thing is, is like, bro, if you, I'm telling you that, that fucking uh, Indian handler of Jack Dorsey, um, you know, when, when you watch Jack Dorsey on Joe Rogan, the second time, Oh, the first Jack time Dorsey may be good. Jack Dorsey goes on, the first time Jack Dorsey goes on Joe Rogan, everybody got pissed at Joe because he fed, you know, Dorsey, a bunch of fucking right, softballs. lobs, fo- softballs. The second time Dorsey comes on, he comes on with this fucking, you know, PR handler. fucking handler person. And she handles all the big fucking tough questions. And uh, I, I found that to be uh, pretty interesting. So with that being said, if she's crying in a fucking board meeting, I'm I'm happy as a pig and shit. Yeah. Um, what I'm not going to do is do the hero worship. You right, know, right. So on, on a short term scale, yes, I'm happy. I actually did notice that I got 
an abnormal amount of followers today. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I my last two tweets have surpassed 100, which has not <laughs> never happened. 100 likes, which hasn't happened in a long time. And uh, so I'm seeing small bits of, you know, kind of like the old uh, Andy Dufresne and fucking right. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, where exactly. He swims through a mile of fucking <laughs> shit. He <laughs> stares up at the fucking light and it's raining and he you know finally sees freedom. I mean, yeah, we're there, but we're not at the end of the movie where we go to that right, remote no. location and sail off on the boat, you know? And, but do you yet. do you agree that it's good for you to want to be selfish here because your selfish intention of getting more likes leads to you waking up more people? I think there's nothing wrong with having selfish intention. And I, and I say that, especially in media, and I say this, for example, if you're selfishly motivated to build your following and your brand, but you expose Watergate or you expose Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done in the middle of a pandemic or you expose, you know, for the sole purpose of building your own brand, you're still exposing the truth. It's a yeah, means it's to called an incentive, man. Yeah. It's, it's a business. It's incentive. That's what makes uh, American journalism, you know, at least, you know, in a historical aspect so good and that's why it pissed me off so much you know when it became less and less about that and it became so much more controlled because before when you had like muckraking journalism and yellow journalism all this, these different types of journalism which were like groundbreaking and grassroots they were the true watchdogs and they were the true exposers uh, of fraud and and somehow along the way that became controlled uh-huh. and they became part of the machine rather than the the watchdog and the gatekeeper of information and, and honestly, I mean, I say it all the time. You just made a great point there as far as um, look at me, right? Like I'm, I never claim to be selfless. I just told you I'd fucking run over a dead guy because I hit him with my car, right? But at the same token, I'll also put the fucking shopping cart away, right? So I'm, I'm a conundrum right. too. So I get Elon Musk from some level because I like to be misunderstood and I like to fuck with people and say things. Like sometimes I'll just go in on religion just to see what the reaction is going to be, even though I believe right. in God. I'll take the side of that I don't just to see what the reaction is going to be. And then, you know, clear. Like, so I love that. I, I, life's boring to me. So I like the game. So I get it. But at the same time. So how about this? I mean, how about this? And I'm thinking about it like this. Let's take Elon Musk out of it. Let's say Dan Bilzerian buys Twitter. Would oh, I be fuck. happier with Dan Bilzerian? I would actually Twitter be happier. Than, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. What if Kanye West yeah, buys Twitter? I would be happier with Kanye West you know, as the primary owner of Twitter than I am in the current situation. So you can plant, you know, you can substitute a lot of different people for Elon Musk and ask yourself the same question. Like, do I think Kanye West is the most stable person? Do I think he's uh, a white hatter? I don't, dude. Who knows? I think Kanye West is an agent of chaos. He had an album called tall. College Dropout. So it's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. That's but a this tall to ride question, Bob. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you know exactly what side Elon Musk is on? Yes. Okay. I can't talk to you. Uh, do you know exactly what Kanye West's <laughs> mindset? Yes. I can't talk to you either. Yeah. I don't even want to hear what your yes is. You're wrong. Because <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> they don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't yeah. think they know. And if you know, if you knew, you'd have to be that deep and that close to him to know. I think he's punking you. Yeah. Because there's no yeah. way. Like, you don't know. That's the one thing we know is that you don't fucking know about Kanye West and Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think that's important to understand. So, I mean, I think we, we see eye to eye on a lot of this stuff, but you're just kind of on the 90%. And it's, it's, well, it's I'll selfish. tell you the 90% now. We'll go, go into your thing, but I'm going to explain No, I mean, there's the nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Uh, I'm going to with... tell you that you're 95. I'm, I'm 100%, uh, 99% to get a check mark. 
I am 95% to get a superior check mark. You are 95% to get a check mark. Yeah, Everyone. and I know he made the the reference to getting rid of bots and verifying all humans, but I don't know if he means that by verifying them with check marks. I think it's just making sure that you know, nope. just like my account, that all accounts are ninety eight to one hundred percent. No, so so here now we go to Bad Elon. Okay, so now we're stepping into your realm where you want to talk about the things he's going to do dangerously. Why is he buying yeah. Twitter? Okay, the tweet is buying Twitter because who knows? I don't fucking know. I know he wants to control the speech of the world. That'd be great. He wants to let everyone, he wants chaos. So let everyone speak freely with no ramifications. That'd be great. Or it could be a disaster. You know, who knows what it could be with no rules or whatever rules he has. Um, the only thing I do know, and again, stay away from the things you don't know. Certainly. Do you believe that Elon Musk would like to collect 400 million people's data? Dude, 100%. 100%. Okay. So just stay away. Everyone gets so caught up and here's his plan. No. The only thing I know is that he wants that data. Tech people live for data. People start free apps for a reason. They don't charge for a reason because virality and clicks and data is everything. Data is king to a technocrat. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we know for a fact he wants 400 million people's data, which is a great sign for those people who've been suspended and deactivated because, yes, he has your data but he wants more of your data, right? He wants every single person. Elon's goal would be for every single person in the world to have Twitter and every single person in the world to tweet every single person thing they think. Isn't one of the most, when people say, oh, if you had three wishes, one of the number one thing usually, other than like invincibility, is to wealth. like read people's minds. Or read people's minds, read, yeah. Read people's minds, know what people are thinking. It could help you out in every situation in life. Yes. So if you had the ability to electronically and digitally know what compile. people are thinking and know what they're going to do and compile information on a global scale, that you have more control than anybody. Okay. So you essentially become the program. You become the, yeah, the program, <laughs> literally. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you're in agreement with me that Elon Musk, who's a very smart man and a very savvy businessman, and we 100% know he wants data. He doesn't want some data, wants all the data, right? I know you're doing this to trap. No, I'm not trying way. to trap you. I'm trying to open you up to my side. I'm trying to sell you on this my is, side. But this, no, what you're doing is you're making me agree with you so you can sell your point back to me. No, I'm trying to, because you said, why am I 90%? I'm selling you on exactly what okay, I went Okay. This is what I went through in my head to get to 90%. I wrote right. out, I started at like 50-50. So maybe that was biased too, but I started at 50, 50 and then I went higher and I'm, I'm at I'm really probably at that 99 in my head, but that's the bias. All right, go so ahead. So he wants the data and he wants all the data, right? No one wants some money. They want all the money. No one wants some power. They want all the power. No one wants some data. They want all the data, right? Well, the only way you can get all the data is if you let everyone back on, right? Especially... The people yes with no. the biggest followings who made the biggest impact. So now you said, you said yes and no, so I'm going to let you jump in. There's also there's a variable of image. And in order to have control, you have to have good pub PR. Mm -hmm. Everybody everybody that's, that's prominent has PR. So you have to worry about, is it a PR nightmare to let everybody back on and let Does it... Does Elon I mean, Musk dude, care? Does Elon Musk care about... But no, he's so... Does he care about PR? You have to. He's the because weirdest. PR, 
but he still cares about, trust me, when he went on Joe Rogan and was caught smoking weed and then fucking Tesla stock went down, he fucking cared because PR is, is money. And when he has bad PR, his fucking stock goes down. Okay. Literally like, cause he was smoking weed on a fucking podcast. He fucking cares. So you do have to be, you can't be completely carefree. It'll turn into fucking 4chan. I mean, dude, it's, I mean, even our discord, right? We wanted free speech, free speech, free speech. And then what happened? There was no uh, cover charge. People saying the N-word. People, people saying, posted yeah. porn. And then, and you, then yeah. you're like, how much do we really want, you know, so, free speech? So, so you're confusing what, maybe I said it wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying bring everyone back on and let them say the N-word. I'm saying bring everyone back on with a set of rules. You know, the rules are you cannot threaten, you cannot harass, you cannot say, you know, these, th he's not going to, you know, I, he's saying that he wants an open town hall. Like, that's not what he's going to do. He's going to have to have rules or else it will be the wild, wild west. You can't go out there and tell someone I'm going to murder your family and show up at your house tonight. Here's the address. You know, like he's going to have rules. There's going to be bylines. There's going to do all that kind of stuff. But once you build an environment where you feel it's a safe environment, like it was, you know, five years ago, just go back to five years ago, Twitter. You know, if you can get it back to that level where, yeah, there's still censorship, but they're not censoring anything that isn't needed to be censored. You know, like like we had rules in our discord, but they were very lax, you know, probably too lax. So but I feel like you want the people up there. He wants free speech if that's what he's claiming. He's never going to get a buy-in from the free speech level unless he brings back Donald Trump and Alex Jones. Correct? Yeah, my percentage will go up when Alex Jones comes back. Okay, I don't think he can even say the shit he's saying right now unless he was planning on bringing back Trump and Jones. I right. think if he brings back Donald Trump and Alex Jones and he doesn't bring them back, I think he's done. I think Twitter's done. Yeah. Like, he's going to lose I all of us. We're going to think it was because no one trusts him. That's the thing. Everyone likes him, but no one trusts him. He's like a fucking, crazy, like, man. he's like a grenade, you know, like they're cool and shit to look at and hold. But do you really want to hold it in your hand? Like, no, like, it's like how I treat like a newborn, you know, like, oh, that's great. Like, I like it. It's cool, but I don't want to hold it. Like, that's too much responsibility. Like, I'm not. I just don't understand how the left operates, how they're so, how they're freaking out. You know, okay, let's just say they loved Elon not too long ago. But let's just say Elon Dude, he was the climate all... change guy for them. You realize that, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like he literally, you know, produced a car that, you know, like Electric all these car. fucking Yeah, yeah, all this shit. So my my thinking is here, all of a sudden he's enemy number 1 and the left is afraid I'm, I'm assuming that they believe that he's this like, you know, uh self-made come from humble beginnings, uh, you know, true entrepreneurial private citizen, you know, this that and the other SpaceX isn't funded by anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay? Prove, assuming all this is true, they're afraid of that because of some things he might have said or done. So they don't they would rather have it in the hands of like this board of like fucking Saudi Arabian and Indian people that, you know, uh, you know, in vanguard and blackrock and all these fucking by the way mega corporations that they fucking hate right and they're afraid of elon yes. musk taking over which makes me think maybe he's more on our side than he's not i don't the th i think <sighs> everyone's got it wrong where i don't think elon musk is a good guy or a bad guy 
I think Elon Musk wants to create, I think right now you have, let's say Donald Trump, just for the sake of this, let's say Biden and the Democrats are bad. Let's say Trump and his, the people with him are good. um, And they're fighting for the country, right? I feel Elon's like an alpha alien, like one of the grown up aliens that isn't supposed to be on earth that just came down like, oh, what's up guys? What do you, come here, Hillary, come here, Donald. What do you guys like? Get out of here. This is our battle. Like, oh, I'm not going to get in your way, guys. You guys fight in the sandbox. I'm just going to watch from the sideline. And eventually he just goes, screw it. It's mine. You know, and he's basically yeah. just wants his own new world order. He wants to be emperor. He wants to move us to a new planet. He wants to be the emperor of Mars. And he wants full control. And it may be good. It may be bad. It may be. I don't know what it's going to be. I just know that he wants to be the king of the world by himself, where I feel like the NWO wants a large group of people to control the world. And the Trump people are all trying to stop that group. And Elon's like, fuck all you and your groups. I'm a lone wolf. I'm going to control everything. Money, power, Bitcoin, fucking uh, communication, media, and the planet you live on, the cars you drive, and the shit that you fly. Yeah, I mean, so the one thing I will say, I don't think any of these people up there are lone wolves, man. But I will say that- If there anyone is, wouldn't it be him? If I I said, Bobby, gun to your head, pick one person that you think may be a lone wolf. At that level? Yeah. (sighs) One person that you think can create an NWO on their own. Oh, oh, that has the power. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one with the power, right? So he would be the only one you'd bet on. Yeah, yeah. At this, if there was a line at my bookie saying, "If no one does it, it's void," and they had a list of people, Elon would be minus fucking ten thousand. Sure. You know, so that's why I say, like, I think there's there's at least a chance that he just went rogue. Maybe he was in the NWO and got pissed off at someone. And now he's going rogue to get him back. Maybe that's why they're so afraid of him. Like, who knows what it is? I mean, that could be it. I mean, you know, JFK you went rogue. Yeah. People, people go rogue all the time. Maybe you that's know, it. It's just, it never ends well. Whatever it is, it's going to end poorly. We know that. You know, but I tell you what, if you're going to have one person, he probably has some type of, you know, not even a dead man switch, no, but uh, a way yeah. to like upload his dead information army, to yeah. another body. You know, like if he were killed, <laughs> it's true. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he probably he probably fucking uh, cloned himself. He's probably got a whole chamber of himself. You go in his basement. There's ten of him. He picks his body like he picks a suit for that day. Okay. <laughs> like there's no doubt in my mind that that's the case. So here's the thing with the check mark, and we can we can shut it down after this. So here's where I think it's going. Okay, Elon's taking over. He's going to take over Twitter. How long that process takes? Paragua comes out and says. I mean, people are so stupid. Fucking uh, Indian retard comes out and says, uh, guys, I told my employees, Paragua Bala, and told his employees that they're not going to lose their jobs. They don't have to worry anything yet, um, you know, until the deal closes within six months. Okay. And everyone's going, oh, Elon's taking over in six months. No, you fucking idiot. This person is lying to those people. Why does everyone forget everyone lies? I don't I don't understand it. He's lying to his employees to buy time to find out for what's going on. He can't tell them, uh, yeah, guys, you're fucked. In like two weeks, you're out of here. You know, like you don't give a fuck about them. Uh, same way as Trump can't tell you, yeah, go away, guys, by fucking June, I'm going to be back on fucking Twitter. Um, you know, so that's part of it. Now, let's say that's done and Elon takes over. He has already said numerous times, not just one, numerous, numerous times that he wants to implement a human verification system 
to get rid of the bots. That's what they do, right? They put the vaccine out That's- to make it look like. They're trying what, to help like a us. Fucking eyeball fucking scan, uh, retina dude, scan. They, I'll tell you how it's going to start. They put the vaccine out to look like they're trying to help us. We're going to put this vaccine out to save you from coronavirus. And then you find out later, oh shit, that fucking vaccine I just took put a microchip in me or this and all the other shit, right? That now I can't go near a microwave. But what happens here is he comes in and says, I want to eliminate the bots and anonymous people. Therefore, Everyone likes that. No one wants bots. Everyone. You get 100% left, right, and center people like, get these fucking bots out. Well, you can't eliminate the bots, he's going to say. I can't go eliminate bots and stop them from popping up. I'm not a wizard. So if you can't stop new bots from popping up, Bob, what's the only way to differentiate someone from a bot? Um, do that little, uh, what's that captcha thing where you have to click how many fucking boats there are? In well, the, you'd have in to this. do it on every tweet and everything, right? But the <laughs> easiest way to, uh, to separate someone from a bot is to badge them, right? So you think that they're going to blue check mark everybody? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now here's That's the like two. That's like a college degree. Okay. Now hold on. Now hold on. I, I want, I want you to go step by step because I went through this step by step in my head. So now, based on his tweets where he said he wants to have human verification on Twitter, that's the only way you could do it. Now, listen to, how, listen to what this actually does. So you basically go on there right now. The only IDs, the only driver's licenses you have on there are fucking verified people. Because in order to get verified, you have to send in verification that you right. are you. You have to vow to never change your handle. You can't change that. Like, you know. Who are you? You got to give links to videos you've been in, documentaries you've been in. So they know your first name. They know your last name. They can find everything out about you, whether you send your driver's license or not. Right. So if you have a blue check mark, you have already been human verified. Correct. Okay. So now Bob Lessons wants a check mark. Okay. Well, what Musk is going to do is he's going to turn around and say, hey, guys, I'm eliminating the bots. Anyone who follows this five-step easy process, I'm going to give you a check mark, okay? And everyone's going to put it in because then way of people. So now all of a sudden, 60% of people just go, oh, that's it. I got to upload a driver's license and post a link to my company's work. Like, cool. Yeah, fuck it. Give me the fucking, everyone did it on parlor, right? Yeah, fucking give me it. Cool. So now all these people get check marks, right? So you can have the one philosophy of he's going to have one level playing field where everyone's equal. Okay. Or there's just two separate check marks. So I would get a green check mark. You would get a blue check mark. Or I would get a blue check mark. You'd get a yellow check mark. Right. <laughs> That's how it would be. And I'm only saying that because I had one before. Not that you don't deserve oh. a yellow check mark. Because with Elon Musk, you may get one. And then you'll start to love it. <laughs> uh, is now the Twitter. Right, I just went up to 10%. Yeah. Yeah. One. You may get one. But so think about it this way. Seriously, just stay with me here. So now, now 60% of users sent their driver's license in. More data, more data, deep data, address, number, fucking everything. He can get everything on that person. Um, 20% of the people already had a check mark or have a better check mark, right? The fucking famous people, it's probably 2%, but whatever it is. Now, what about those 35%? The people who are maybe like you may be like, fuck that. I'm not putting my real right now. My Twitter account is not my name, not my email. Not my handle, not my birthday. Birthday thing streamed down in March. Everyone was wishing me happy birthday. I ain't my fucking birthday. Like, I'm a whole fake person on Twitter with a whole fake proton mail email, right? 
So I'm not even right. real. So he don't know who the fuck I am right now. So you got to bring back the real account. So therefore, what happens is now 60% of people have some sort of a check mark. How are you going to feel when you tweet? As someone who cares about their privacy and going, no, I'm not putting my first and last name on there. I'm Bobby Jones on Twitter. And my email is at Bobby Jones at protonmail.com. And my handle is fucking B money. Now you want to fucking be active and viral on Twitter, Twitter, Bob's lessons, but you don't mm -hmm. want to give your last name and your driver's license. Well, that's great because now Elon doesn't have to enforce it. The mob will. The second you write something now, what's everyone going to say? I mean, they could say you're a bot yeah. or you're not. They're going to mob you as a bot. The enemies are going to bot you. Right. Well, that I mean, and there's val validity to that. It's the same thing as like the, but Mask. then you're talking about a democracy, which is problematic as well, because the mob could then the mob artificially, well, the mob could also call you a bot when you're not a bot too. But they can't when you have the check mark. Yeah, they can't. They physically well, what can't. Happens to, what happens to troll accounts and you know to accounts that are hilarious? They will still sit there, and they will sit there under the mise under the mise of I don't want to give my information. And that's fine. They will be allowed to exist, but no one will ever take them as seriously as someone with a check mark. The check mark doesn't mean anything, the blue check mark. I had a check mark as a Sirius XM radio show host for a fantasy sports network. Like, what the fuck is that? And no, I wasn't important. I fucking went out of my house. Not a single person knew who I was. Not one ever recognized me. And I had the same status as LeBron James. Right? right. Like, like, so no, it doesn't. That badge is everything. It's the most important thing in this process. So that's why I'm saying he's going to badge everyone somehow. Maybe it's that your name's in gold, maybe whatever it is, but you are going to get a human badge when you are on there. And then all of a sudden the Bob's lessons that don't want to give up their information are going to tweet. Everyone else is going to be living free. And if I tweet something, you know, it's me. I can't get a single person to say Tommy's a bot. Because I have my badge, like my vaccine card for fucking Twitter. And now all of a sudden when Bob tweets, bot, 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 why didn't you get your thing? Because you're a bot, because you're bot, 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 bot. And people are going to get so sick of being called a fucking bot that they're going to cave and get their Twitter vaccine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, So you're taking the Twitter vaccine? I, they, I, this is the beauty. They already have it. They already have all mine. They have, with the check mark, I had to send in my ID. They already have a picture of my ID. I've already been doxxed by the Daily Beast. They already know my first name, last name, where I live. They have my ID. They have everything. I'm already, I'm ready, human verification ready. And that's why I say he's going to bring the blue check marks back, especially because we are already human verified. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, and that's the, yeah. uh, and that's the real thing because he's going to bring everyone back. You can't have free speech with fucking suspended accounts. And at worst case scenario, Bob, I think what happens is maybe I have to get re-verified uh, or reappeal my suspension. Fine. But if he's a free speech platform and they're really going to have an appellate process, I mean, if we went to a real court, I would win my appeal. I got unfairly kicked off. Yeah. If it's a real free speech platform. So maybe he doesn't reinstate me immediately. Maybe I do have to write up a little email. But whatever it is, you can't keep Donald Trump off, Alex Jones off, myself off if he's preaching free speech. So he's going to have to let everyone back. We're you know what I'm going to start calling you? Instead of a Q-tard, I'm calling you an E-tard. Because you're like you're doing the same shit that the Q people what do. What do you mean? I'm, but I'm putting facts behind oh, it. 
Q's gonna do this and that. And that. Look, yeah, but with, with Q's the same thing. It was like it was all like, uh, oh, uh, too many coincidences that it can't be, you know, uh, just a coincidence. But, but you know, here's too- the difference. Here and yes, okay, yes. And guess what? You're you fucking were, etard. You, you were, sound like an etard. Okay, and that's fine. And you started as a Q-tard, right? <laughs> right. So think so about. I it. know I can smell but guess my what? own. But guess what? You're right. But the Q-tards at the beginning weren't stupid. It was a good information source. And when you used to say it to me, I'm like, you know what? He's got some facts behind it. And nothing's been proven wrong yet. So as long as it makes sense and you got some good data, great. But I'll tell you this, Bob. If Elon officially closes the deal and Elon officially takes over and there's a fucking, you know, a fucking doge dog is the Twitter avatar, right? When that's in and he says, okay, day one of Twitter. And within, so every day after that, I will go from 90 to 89 to 88. And two months later, if I'm still not reinstated, if we're doing a podcast in July, I'm going to tell you, nah, I was wrong. I'm not getting it back. Right? Trust the plan. Which I think is fine as long as I'm willing to come off this and fucking say, fuck it. But you're going to have a human verification badge. 100%. I'm certain of that. That's what I would do if I was him. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing that I would debate is whether I want the human verification badge. Maybe you're biased against my analogy because you don't want this scenario because then you might have to go get the human verification badge. I just think if you sound exactly how I was about the plan, does that make sense? To save the world. Yours is the plan to save my verification. And so I think you're you're and you're giving some good points. Like like it's it's like eighty five percent good and eighty five percent a little nuts. Well, that's a lot of and, percent. And, yeah, eighty five and fifteen. Okay. <laughs> that's that Steiner Brothers math, right? Yeah. Did you ever see that yeah. interview yeah. with the Steiner yeah. Brothers? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but uh, I think you know it's like eighty five percent good information, fifteen percent a little cuckoo, and uh, so. That being said, you sound no different than I did with the plan. You know, the plan to save the world. This is the plan to save your your check marks. So I you're, think the you're filling is... in blanks. You're filling in blanks. Uh huh. Yes. Will yes. support your theory. I am. So I am. I am painting it right. Yeah. Like there, it's a connect the dot, and I'm connecting them the way I want to have the picture form a little bit. But yes. I also think it is the most. There is at least a reason why I connected this dot to this dot. Whereas I think Q, there was reasons for it, but nothing. Q was never executing anything. At least here, the there's been things being executed, right? There's been a buyout. There's been a takeover. It Something that no one thought could ever happen just happened. If I would have told mm-hmm. you two months ago, one human being was going to buy Twitter and take it private and control the news cycle, and it wasn't George Soros or Rothschild or a Clinton, you would have said 0%. Right. So something dramatic has already happened. And the Mm -hmm. only thing we know is he wants 100 percent of all the data in the world if he can get it. Right. So that's what makes me think he'd be fucking retarded to keep people who were getting 250 million impressions a month off the platform because all the people you didn't get kicked off Twitter unless you were making an impact. They didn't kick nobody's off. It was a badge of honor to get kicked off. So all the biggest, the Babylon B, Alex Jones, Donald Trump, fucking the biggest fucking accounts in the world, the most viral accounts in the world, not to mention it's a business. 
and his business is run through traction. So if you want business to run through traction, you want as many clicks and likes as you can get and as many impressions as you can get. So I think it's all or none. I think everyone's coming back on or everyone has to appeal. I yeah, think that's and, what it is. And and so, you know, that being said, it's like, okay, so what is Elon Musk if he wants all this information? I thought Sam had a funny tweet, Sam Tripoli, where he was like, he's did been really, DARPA... He's been really good lately. Yeah, did DARPA just buy Twitter? And, you know, what that is, is like DARPA was like this, like, Department of Defense, like, basically, like, controlling the message. Like, a lot of people think Facebook's like a whole fucking DARPA right. uh, project. So, you know, if it's information gathering and it is something like a DARPA project, then that's exactly you know, what you would want is as much data as impressions as possible. However, if it is somebody that is from the private sector, they care about margins. And one of the big things about Twitter is why the fuck would you take away people that are getting 22 million impressions and lose all of that money? Like yeah. they're, they're, they're shooting themselves in the fucking foot. And that's what gave it away that they weren't about profit margins, that they're about controlling information. And that's why people said, okay, this is a DARPA. This is whatever you want to call it. This is no longer a free speech platform or, or a for-profit business. This is a propaganda machine. So if Elon Musk is for margins and for profits, then yes, he is going to want to have as many impressions as possible, including Donald Trump's 75 million followers with however many impressions. So and time with you. And time with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one here. Let's break it down. Number one, and we're, we're we're wrapping this, but here you did a good thing there. Number one, if Elon's motive is a hundred percent, if is if Elon's motive is bottom motive, line is business, right? If his if his goal here is business from a business perspective, he brings business. everyone back. Ethics, yes. Okay, if number two. Business, yeah. Number two. Well, I, I shouldn't say everyone back, but he nah, maybe be, not the violent people, be, but he would have a financial incentive and a a information gathering incentive to bring back prominent. And this cats. is why I'm saying, say me because I feel like I'm the Mendoza. I just line. don't think you're. I know, I but listen, important enough. Exactly. That's weird. why. No, no, no. That's true. That's why I'm saying I'm the Mendoza line because Trump and Alex Jones is easy. Say me because most people are. Are you below Tommy or are you above Tommy? Well, Babylon B, <laughs> Babylon B is oh above God. Tommy. You're the fucking Mendoza. I really am. Like, dude, it's like, it's. Oh, my God. How is that weird? That's a, that's a, I think I'm bigger than the Mendoza line. <laughs> so if the, if, okay, if the Mendoza line, so where are so you So who's above You're me? Like Delaware? And, are you like Maryland? Are you fucking I mean, Pennsylvania? I'm like the equator. Like anything above me is like important. Oh my God. And anything below me is not. So where are you Follower on Twitter? Account. I'm talking like power. You are Ecuador. So Twitter power. I am Ecuador. I was the I number two like, trending Tom on Twitter for a week. I think you think you're Ecuador. <laughs> you're more like fucking Antarctica. Okay. I am the equator. All right. Jack Posobiec <laughs> oh, is probably above Tom. Babylon B, above Tommy. Alex Jones, above Tommy. Trump, above Tommy. The dude who got banned with 5,000 followers because he said fuck the Clintons, below Tommy. So let's say if I'm going to get back on, we know Alex Jones is going to get back. We know Trump's going to get back. Am I? If you're a businessman, are you bringing me back on? I don't, 250 I mean, I don't million know. impressions in three months, Bob. Uh, listen, I get it. But Just I mean, pick it by how, category. How many... This is the business category. From a business perspective, do you bring me back on? Once again, I don't know how many fucking accounts are, are in line in front of you. You just matter. said. 
from a business perspective, that's why I'm breaking it in subcategories. It's, everything is risk and reward. From a business perspective, you could always kick me off. But if they, I, I still think they're they're going to review each case right. individually. And my last yeah. ten tweets are fucking nothing. It's harmless. So uh, from a business perspective, are you bringing me back on with the amount of I, clicks I, I can bring? I'm ter- if I'm Elon Musk, do I bring? T- I would say, who the fuck is Tommy G? I would, dude. That's that's where and you're then I wrong. I would have a committee. I would probably have a committee of people saying, "Is this? You know, it's kind of like." Uh, in Willy Wonka, is this a good egg or a bad egg? You know, I don't want to say that you don't understand business because I know you do. You just created a fantastic video game business, but I think you're thinking too much. Sometimes I think okay, you're too no, smart. I'm not. Why? Why did they he keep Michael Vick on a on a on a roster, but they immediately dropped Ray Rice because of what he could financially bring to that franchise? Right, risk so versus therefore, reward. I am not. Are you more of a pariah in the locker room than you are financially viable to the company? It doesn't or, right. Or are you more financially viable to the company than you are a pariah to Correct. The media so I am not Tommy G. I am account number four thousand five hundred sixty-seven million that had X amount of impressions over X period of time. Do we want those? Yes, bring them back. But. Do we also want the fucking potential PR hit that it would take? What PR hit? You're bringing back Alex Jones and money. Donald Trump. You could lose money. Yeah, but they're they're so much more bigger economically than you are to the company. Right. That's what that I'm saying. I do agree. They're like they're like uh you know Mike for example Michael Vick is so fucking good that he can kill dogs and come back, but Ray Rice isn't good enough to where he can smack a woman in an elevator and never see the football field again. Right. So exactly. like the, the, the playing field is not even Alex Jones can bring millions and millions and millions of dollars to the company. How much right. money can Tommy G bring, you know, versus all the negative publicity that I'm going to have to deal with, with having him on my platform. Right. And I don't want to make this about me because we're really just using me as the point. Cause I, I literally, I'm um, okay with it. I think, I, I think, think it's, it's a a one time test. it was, but I'm even sick of talking. I'm, I'm not trying to talk about me. We're trying to use a person like me in this situation. I just happen to be in it. Uh, in this situation. No, I'm okay. I'm actually other, okay with it this okay, one time. Right. The actual, I really am. I'm not yeah, just saying. No, no, I, I am too. I feel like it's appropriate this time. Yeah. The uh, data collection standpoint. If you're sole focus... By the way, you were wrong on that. Um, so, <laughs> data collection. So, uh, yeah, if you're focused... We're breaking it into subcategories. Risk is a separate category. Money, data, blah, blah, blah. If your sole focus is business, you bring everyone back on because you want as much money as possible coming in. You liabilities and all that doesn't How come is in risk. Liabilities okay. don't come in. If your sole purpose is just collecting as much advertiser money as you want, that comes into risk assessment portion of the business. Think of it as departments. Your department is HR. You're the one who worries about if we bring Tommy G on or not, but the fucking sales department wants Tommy G in no matter who he fucked in the office bedroom last night. Cause that sales manager needs someone who could sell this car. They, hmm. The sales manager always wants Tommy G in, and his department wants that motherfucker who could sell. The HR department's the one going, we got to fire him. It's never the sales manager who fires their best salesman. It's always the HR department or someone else. So from the business department, the sales department, you want everyone back. From the data collection department, you if your sole focus is to collect data to create clones, let's say that's his focus, you want everyone right. back. Right. Right. So that's right. another check for everyone back. Now, what other what other things could he be doing here? Let's say he's really a free speech advocate who wants to have a profitable, fun business that thrives and bring Twitter back to old Twitter. Right. That's a possibility. Right. OK. So if you do that, 
now I'm very fringe, right? Okay. Now it's fringe because now it's like, now you really got to look in a case by case basis. What has this kid said? Who's he pissed off? I probably said some shit and done some shit, right? Right. Yeah. So now in that scenario, I would say you're going to bring back the top tier check marks. You're going to bring back the Babylon bees and all them. Everyone else is going to have to go through a normal appellate process. Okay. In which case I think I'd be 51, 49, right? Like, I don't yeah, think I it would think. be a slam dunk. I think it'd be 50, yeah, 50. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think you're going to be in line. Yeah, I'll be in line. Exactly. That will be the case that you said first where like, yeah. which is honestly probably one of the more realistic scenarios here. So strictly money focused, I'm back. Strictly data focused. Uh, we're all back. Strictly money focused. We're all back. Strictly data focused. We're all back. Um, running it like a real Twitter business of five years ago, 50, 50, who knows? Um, now the next option would be actually running it as wanting to be the leader of speech in the world, right? Not just free speech, wanting to be the platform that is the most trusted media source in the world. I'd say that puts me in a negative situation. Yes. Okay. So that's a bad one. Um, but I also put that as the least likely scenario for Elon Musk. But this is what. This is why you can't have like scientists and technology people <laughs> and, running yes, the world because exactly. it's all risk assessment. Yes. And this is what they do is like, what's your, what's your overall, this is what like the uh, transhuman agenda really is, mm -hmm. is that like risk assessment. Uh, and, and you're basically talking about a social credit score. Yep. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. That's essentially what you're talking okay, about. Okay. That was the next one I was going to. So five. So in money, um, we're all back data. We're all back risk assessment. Uh, 50, 50. Um, what was this one? This was uh leader of speech, you know, a leader, a president of Dude, president I'm, of media. I'm, I'm, I'm just seeing you in this room. I'm writing it like all a down. Plat yeah. There's a platform underneath you that will open up and, you know, and you'll fall into a fiery pit of hell if you're deemed like, you know, an invalid. Right? Right? Well, we're going <laughs> to find out. We're going to find out right now. Uh, number thumb five, thumb down. number five. I don't want to lose track here. Number five. Yeah. Let's say he's trying to fuck. I just lost it. That's why I wanted to cut you off there. Fuck. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. We do it to each other all the time. That time I should have stopped you though. Um, what was number five? We just did. What could another motive of Elon Musk be? Well, you have financial. You have uh, data, risk data, free speech. Run it like a regular company um, to create clones. To clone okay, us. Okay, that would be the fifth one. I'm just giving another one. Not okay. this isn't in no order. Just that his plan is to clone us all, and that's what he wants, right? Okay. In that case, he brings us all back, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, okay. sure. To study us, right? You want to study everyone. You want to study everyone's uh, mannerisms, right? Not This what, isn't like the Jurassic data. Park. This isn't the data one. Yeah, this okay. is the, like, study us. Okay, and then he just plays Hunger Games. Okay, let me see how they all react if I do this. And then, boom, I'm going to put an edit button in. Then I'm going to take this feature away. Let's see how they react. Oh, like... I could see him playing chess with the fucking uh, base. And then, uh, yeah, like data points. Right. And yeah. then, and then the other one is just to, he wants to own Twitter just to cause the most chaos possible. Is that a possible thing he's doing here? 100%. Okay. In that case, everyone's back. I think, um, I think part of it has to do with insecurities too. Yeah. You know, insecurities. I mean, seriously. So like he could do to, it. Yes, because yeah. if you look at his background, I mean, he fucking, you know what a lot of it comes stems from? And we both understand this, not having a fucking father figure, yep. you know, so you have that like need to yep. like, it, it's almost like a, a Napoleonic complex. 
constant chip on the shoulder, proving that you can do it, especially when people are detracting and saying that you can't do it. So there's that added element of it. Oh, well. yeah, there is. So, I mean, the uh, when we're looking at this right now, I mean, those are the six outcomes that I have. Strictly money, strictly okay, so- data, run a real good Twitter, become the president of media of the world, build clones or cause chaos. Do you have any others? I mean, I mean yeah, what about like, uh, you always have to say like what, I guess this all kind of goes in together, but I look at like uh, survival, like, you know, like when you have your rate of like how well you can survive in the wild, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like, like your, your viability in the wild of everything were to break down. I guess that kind of goes along with everything else. Like your whole credit score is like, how viable are you to, to the oh social credit score, social credit score. That was it. Let's say this is just a means for the beginning of the social credit score implementation, which is probably one of the most likely outcomes. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. in that situation, wouldn't you want tabs on every single person and every single thing they say in the world? Yeah. Okay. So, and this is where I, and I did this in my head without writing it out and laying it out like this. Now I'm going to reach. So now we have, I want you to just confirm. I know this took a while to get here, but strictly money, you let everyone back. I don't want you to just say yes, because I'm saying it like we agreed, right? You care about nothing but yeah. money. Yeah. You're bringing everyone back. Care about nothing but data. You're bringing everyone back, right? Yes. Okay. You're running a good Twitter the best it can be. You're not bringing everyone back. Correct. You want to be the leader of free speech and the most, you know, basically be big brother so that everyone trusts and respects your platform and doesn't believe anyone else. You're not bringing everyone back. Right. You're not bringing me back. Right. You want to create clones. You're bringing me back. Right. I mean, if I have to say yes or no, I'll say yes. Okay. Um, I mean, really, if if your goal is to clone, you definitely want everyone's information. You want to cause chaos. You're bringing me back. Uh. Yes, okay. definitely, one hundred percent. And if you're trying to implement a social credit score system, you want everyone on there saying as much as they can to know who you need to fucking watch out for, right? Yes. So that's one, two, three, four, five, bringing me or everyone back. Two no's. And I mean, the two if no's you really want it. I mean, dude, I'm really? just gonna finish it off, and then it's all yours, and we shut yeah, it down. Yeah. The two no's are he really wants to run a successful Twitter. And he really wants to be a respected free speech leader in the world. I would say those are the two least likely things that he's trying to do right now. He just wants chaos, clones, data, and fucking disruption. So that's why I say um, 90%. Okay. I say, I just don't think they're weighed equally. I think that, I think that's the difference. I think they're all intertwined. I don't think they're separate categories, you know? And I think that they can do it without... I just, I just think, I just think they go after, it's just like with everything else, they care about the prominence, you know? So it's like the really big accounts are going to get the attention and, you know, the other blue check marks that maybe they don't know are under the radar are not going to, you're going to be in a line is what I think. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Did I move you higher? Um, yeah, I mean like, yeah, I I could go to like 15, 20%. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to do. I'm good. So that's what the last hour was for? Uh, yeah, last hour and a half, actually. Oh, my God. All right. So now we're probably going to have to chop this podcast up and figure out how we're going to present it. So uh, this 55-minute podcast was the longest one I think we've ever unintentionally done. We did a four-hour one intentionally. But, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's 
bad, dude. That's absolutely disgusting. This is really bad. I don't even know what to do. I right gotta, now. dude. I gotta go watch this fucking Grizzly game. I'm bro. watching it right now. I just cashed the biggest prop of our life. I literally put the biggest bet of the playoffs on Desmond Bain first quarter points again, and he just scored six and cashed it. And my whole chat's going batshit, and I'm talking about whether fucking Elon Musk is trying to fucking link us up and cause us to fucking start a social credit score system. That's crazy. All right, well, so we're going to have to figure out how we're going to chop this up and if we're going to chop this up, because I don't know if anyone will listen to it at three hours. You should put a poll. Um, put a poll oh, out. fuck. It just said Bill went offline. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think right. we'll be okay. I, be I, this right. has happened before. This has okay. happened before. All right. But All right. Well, let me get well, off We'll then. see what happens. All right. So we got to shut this down before we lose the whole fucking thing. Um, Bobby, final words. Uh, I don't think Tommy's going to get his blue check mark well, back. And I... <laughs> I think that's where we're at. But no, listen, just don't do hero wars. It's not it's not black or white. It's not zero or a hundred percent. It's not hero or villain. There's a lot of ambiguity in there, but just you know, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, your movement should be you. You know, it shouldn't be like attached to somebody. Or if you're in a group that uh, you know, demonizes people for disagreeing, then you're in the wrong fucking group. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep, I agree with you, man. The uh the first hour of this podcast was fun. The middle was powerful. The end might have been too much for most people, but I listen, think it's fine. I think I think you're going to get a lot out of that as it goes, right? I feel like the end of that and the examples, how deep we went into it, I feel like you're going to see it happening as it's happening. And I'm going to tell you guys this listening. Not only are you all going to have some sort of a check mark and separate yourself from the bots and the people who want to stay private, but Bob's lessons is going to have the same status as me Whoa. within six months. So it's not just going to be Tommy G gets his check mark back. Bob will then finally get his check mark also. And then you're going to hear well, a different. If they do Bobby. it based on authenticity, I feel like I should get it before you. I'm going to just listen. I'm going to make sure to send Elon every clip of you calling him the Antichrist. Once I get Do my it. check back. He, he said that you will he probably protects free quicker. speech. <laughs> yes. He said he protects free. That's the whole thing about free speech. He said, especially people that disagree. So if he saw that, he would respect it. I mean, Bob, you, you taught me not to listen to what people said and watch what they do. Come on. You're better than that. Anyway, before <laughs> we do another 30 minutes on this, uh, Bobby, great job today. I'm glad you made it through. I'm glad your fucking explosive diarrhea is done. And uh, don't run over anyone on the road uh, in Memphis on your way out because we don't know what the fuck you'll do. For Bill Rupp, who toughed it out for a very long period of time, back to show up for us. So prop to Bill for do that. I want you guys to text on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, handles, potential handles for Bill. Uh, so you guys come up with it, and then he'll pick one from you guys, and then we'll do a poll on it. Uh, for Bill Rupp, for Bob's Lessons, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy, ain't no mercy.